0: Are you ready? Are you freaking ready? Are you ready for us to tear not E3 2023 a new one? Because that's what we're about to do right here on Game Face. Alongside me to do that is Matt Kyle. Matt, a little bit of a false start there. A little bit, (laughs) but we're gonna tear it a new one. We are gonna tear it a new (laughs) one. We're gonna
1: we're gonna execute e3 in the public square <laughs> because it's not e3 anymore right. it's something else
0: it's something else something and we fear like what like we it. don't
1: understand and we're going to kill it
0: <laughs> how are you guys doing um if you guys have struggled to keep up with all the not e3 stuff that's what this episode is for we're going to literally go through the entirety Although if you struggle
1: to keep up with the Capcom thing, you might want to see someone about that. (laughs)
0: Exactly. Now we are going to talk about Capcom, but very, very briefly. Um, It has been an insane week. I don't even know how many hours I've worked this week. It has just been bonkers. That is the one part of this week that did make me feel like it was E3. The insane number of hours that I have worked this week. Hopefully you guys appreciate what I've been doing on the website, man. I've been busting my butt for y'all on sifted.net. Hopefully it's coming through. You guys have enjoyed our coverage of E3 or not E3 so far. Um, it has been an intense week. We have, the TriCaster has like 80 clips loaded up on it for today. It's going to be an insane show. As I teased last week, this is going to be probably the best episode of Game Face for all of 2023. Um, there is just so much to get Unless Starfield sucks and I have to talk about it. <laughs> Then you
1: will see some shit.
0: Yeah. Um, Just before we really get going, just apologies in advance. If we go through some of the games that you guys are really excited about and we go through them real quick, I'm sorry. But there's just so much to get to. We can't spend too much time on one specific game. In fact, Starfield, you just mentioned... Um, we are not going to be able to talk about Starfield the way that we should today. We're going to talk about it, but we're going to spend like 10 minutes on it. There will be, be other days. Yes, I'm sure. I think next week's show, we'll probably discuss Starfield for a nice little chunk because they just blew it wide open at not E3. Um, typically, we have a lot of housekeeping to get to, but honestly, we don't this week because we just we really can't because... We need to get through all of this awesome content that has been handed to us by the gaming gods this week. Um, and we just don't have time, honestly, to go through a lot of smaller stories. We need to get straight into the heart of everything. Before we get going, though, let's check in with you guys and see what you guys are saying. It's been a nutty week, and I do realize a lot of you guys don't have time to follow E3 maybe the way you want to because you have careers and jobs and kids and stuff like that. That's what Game Face is for. That's what Sifted.net is for. Um, let's see... Um, wait a minute. Are people saying there's still audio problems?
1: No, they're just reacting. Oh,
0: okay. Not Sir. thank you for Twitch Prime. Uh, I know a couple other you guys got in here. Commander Fett, thank you. Who else? Corey Film, thank you for Twitch Prime. I think that's all here off the top of the show. Um, it has been an exhausting week, Matt. Um, hey. Uh, Andy T. Monahan. thank you for Twitch Prime as well. Uh, it has been exhausting, honestly. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a spring chicken anymore. I don't feel old. Um, but I do think that if I had, have have had to have run around the show floor for three days, I don't know if I'd have been able to do it by the third day because I was just tired, just doing the work for this, just sitting in a computer chair and doing all the work related to not E3 this year. Um, but anyway, I was
1: tired just watching the Capcom presentation.
0: (laughs) I think that wore a lot of people out. It was also the last one. Yeah. (laughs) And it, was not, it did not go out with a bang, not E3 this well, year.
1: We'll get to Capcom, but
0: yeah, that Capcom,
1: that Capcom presentation was a nice reminder of why I don't miss E3. <laughs>
0: That's a good point. Although Capcom's press events at real E3 used to be pretty good. Used to be. When they were in person and Back stuff. in the day. Back in, back in the day. Way back in the day. Um, David Nordic, thank you for Twitch Prime as well. Talimper, thank you with, uh, for Twitch Prime. That's awesome. Um, Cinetype says been following many of the games outside Xbox and summer games fest on sifted on filter out lots of stuff. Thanks. You're welcome. I really look guys. It really means a lot. If you guys give me any compliments, I never get any, like I have no coworkers to be like, good job, Shane. Like mm-hmm. you're the only source I have for positive reinforcement and I'm killing myself for the site. So if you guys ever feel like you might want to say thanks or something nice to Shane, it would mean a lot. That's all I got to say. Um, As I said, there's no housekeeping in today's show. We have too much to get into in the bulk of the show. But before we do that, here's a word from our awesome sponsor. LS Cream is a fine cream liqueur created by fellow gamer and sifter, Stevens Charles. It's inspired by an ancestral recipe from Haiti called Cray Mass and a double gold winner for its original taste at the New York Wine & Spirit International Competition. Ellis Cream can be enjoyed on the rocks or as a mixer for drinks with its rich blend of fresh cream and neutral grain spirits with notes of coconut, vanilla, cinnamon, and nutmeg. It's great in coffee or to make espresso martinis. To learn more, discover amazing drink recipes, or to track down your own bottle using a handy store locator, head to CreamLS.com. That's CreamLS.com. And don't forget, people, we have a brand new URL for you guys to go to. It is CreamLS.com sifted. Use that URL if you want to learn about all the awesome uh, recipes for drinks or you want to learn about the history of LS Cream. And I'll say this, Matt. I mixed up a couple LS cream drinks the last four or five days. Mm. I get done with work at like 11 or midnight or whatever, and I'd go out to the kitchen, I'd mix up a drink, and then I'd sit on the couch and then try to catch up on everything that happened because that's really the crazy part is like all this is happening. I'm just trying to get everything as the press conference is happening. I'm going to like YouTube to their separate channels, trying to find where the trailer that they just showed has popped up. Then I'm curating. I don't get to watch all the stuff while it's happening. So, after the day is over then i sit down with a drink ls cream drink and i would just go to youtube and or just go to sift it and just start watching stuff um as it's happening like i just get the important information what's the release date like who's the developer who's the publisher just all the information i need to create the game page uh so that i can then tag that trailer to the game page and it will live there then for eternity um so I have to. I would then have to go and do homework after I worked all day to learn about all the games and all the cool stuff. And overall, Matt, I would say it's been a pretty awesome week. What? What say you?
1: Yeah, it was some good stuff. I mean, the Xbox thing was probably the highlight of of such. But uh, it felt like old. It felt like back when Microsoft had something to show.
0: So I will say this: the only moment, other than the work level, which I've you know been talking about, the only moment where it really felt like E3 to me. Was the Xbox press conference, and we're going to obviously get to that, and we'll go through all the games that they talked about. But that was the one press conference where I was overwhelmed by Mm. awesome stuff. Well, I should
1: I should say Xbox felt like good E3, and Capcom felt like
0: bad (laughs) Bad E3. E3. Yeah, Yeah. that's
1: a good way to put it. It's like Capcom was, and not just E3. That Capcom was just uh, oh right. I remember being trapped in every permutation of like a Japanese press conference yeah. of like where it's
0: just <laughs> Konami's we're, were really legendary then. yeah
1: that, that just it's just that formula uh-huh. of like we're gonna brag drinks drag somebody out to read a scripted thing tell you to be please be excited and run the a clip of the most generic thing we could possibly imagine and at least one of our trailers will just be an apology because it's not out yet yeah like it hit all the hit all the buttons yeah so
0: um now that it's over
1: if there had only been one million troops
0: <laughs> it would have been better now that it's over, one thing I will say is, like, it really is crazy how much smaller the industry is. Like, it's bigger than ever as mm-hmm. far as the money that it's making. But as far as the number of products are concerned, it's really small. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just indie galore. Like, well, the, the kind the of, thing, of like, indie games the last three days was a just, lot like, a lot of indie stuff, but also, like,
1: there's more AAA stuff on top of each other because that's, like, the only thing anyone makes. Because it's the thing that pays off the best if you hit Mm-hmm. But that also means that everybody also makes fewer games overall. So it's like they're making fewer games overall, but there's more AAA stuff. And like.
0: I don't think that's true. I think it is well, I mean, true. I think the definition of AAA has changed.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, the things that they're trying to position is AAA. Like Capcom, I'm sure, internally thinks Exoprimal is AAA. <laughs> you and I know that it is <laughs> not. Yes, yeah. But it is positioned in their yeah, books Yeah, I mean, they're budgeting it that way and giving yeah. it
0: marketing. By the way, just so you know, here are my notes for today's episode. Look at this. Hmm. These are my notes for today's episode. This is the work I've been doing for you people these last like, week, getting ready for this. And what I will say, Matt, to my point I was making earlier, is despite this insane amount of notes, the number of games is pretty small. There's a lot of double dipping where something would appear in Jeff's thing or in Xbox thing, and then it would appear mm-hmm. also in Ubisoft's thing. Like it's, it's a lot different. Is it better or is it worse? I think that's open to interpretation, Um, it's easier to do the job now. But I would say this, whereas we used to get a lot of double-A games or B-tier games, whatever the heck you want to call them, now we just get a ton of indies. And the one thing Mm. I will say, and we'll get to some indies from this week, we have a a segment of the show today about the the indies that caught my eye. A lot of the indies are just trash.
1: Yeah, well, a lot of the B-tier games are just masquerading as indies. They're not not indies. They're they're funded by major publishers. But they're positioned and designed to look like indies. Yeah. You know, there's a look that, you know, Yeah. Indie, indie can mean what it means, which is an independently funded project, or it can mean that thing that looks like a game that five people made. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can tell which one is which, and there's a definite quality difference between which one is which.
0: Yeah. I was really disappointed in the indie games at this whole this whole last week. Like, I went, I've looked at all of them because that's mm-hmm. what I do when I curate, and I found like six that I found really mm-hmm. interesting. Well, and on top of all that,
1: no Silk Song. Right. Where is that game?
0: Canceled? <laughs> it's no. obviously not canceled, but what the heck, man? I don't know what's going on there. It's pretty bizarre. Um, but anyway, as I said, we have a lot to get to. We can't spend too much time screwing around with our intro, and therefore, it's time to kick things off. It's time to talk about Not E3 2023. We are going to go through the press conferences in chronological order. I thought about doing Xbox first, you know, stacking things in the order of interest. But I feel like for people who maybe haven't been paying attention to what's been going on the last week, it's more fruitful for them if we go in the order that everything actually happened. It also makes sense for us as far as trying to tell a story around this to explain, oh, well, this debuted here with a trailer. And then later on, it showed up here with the first gameplay. Um, So we're going to go chronologically, which means that the first thing we're going to discuss today is Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest. Matt, what are your overall impressions of Summer Game Fest? It was two hours long.
1: It's no Game Awards. No. <laughs> I'll be honest. After the Nicolas Cage appearance, I turned it off and just went back and watched the individual stuff later. Because oh. <laughs> it was too embarrassing.
0: Let me show you something. Maybe I can... If I can zoom in enough here on my camera so you guys can see it well enough. Let me pop up my camera again really quickly. So... Here, this is, I don't know how clearly you can see it, but this point of the page and up are what we're actually going to discuss from Summer Game Fest. Here is the actual log of Summer Game Fest, meaning everything that was shown in Summer Game Fest, which Mm -hmm. means we're going to discuss about a quarter of if that, of what was actually shown at Summer Game Fest. It was loaded with crap. Summer Games Fest. It was two hours long. And honestly, Matt, there are five games, five Mm -hmm. moments in that show that are really worth discussing. Five.
1: I mean, I think the shade Nick Cage threw at Jeff was pretty worth discussing.
0: And look, I'm not really blaming Jeff because it's Slim Pickens. This is the problem for Jeff is that there's never been anything like what Jeff is trying to do. No one's ever just been like, I'm going to throw my own press conference And I need stuff from first parties and third parties to fill up my press conference. It was always just like ubisoft has ubisoft games Mm -hmm. xbox has xbox games plus a couple of the big third parties jeff is trying to be like a platform basically
1: right well he's where you can go if you don't you know like warner brothers interactive did not do an event so they got so he got mortal Kombat. right And stuff like you know square did not do their own thing so he got final fantasy 7 like it like that's where it's basically where you go if you have one thing you want to show but you don't want to do your own showcase and there weren't many of those and And for whatever reason you're not in the xbox showcase and play i'm sure in another reality final fantasy and mortal Kombat would have been in like the playstation show but there was no playstation show
0: yeah i mean he has to take what he can get i understand that but here's here's what i'm saying make the show an hour
1: yeah it doesn't need to be that
0: i mean i he's doing it to make money because did you notice that the crowd was clapping for commercials oh yeah (laughs) because they didn't realize they were commercials or they're hired to be there (laughs) or maybe you're right maybe it's the paid crowd part of the paid crowd that was there Um, that show has no business being two hours long. And I don't, Matt, I don't think it will ever have any business being two hours long. No, there's nothing's going to change about this. These people, these publishers are still going to do their own press conferences. Jeff is still going to have to take the leftovers of whatever's left from Mm -hmm. all those. There's never going to be enough of that to support a two hour show. Like it just went on and on and
1: on and Mm -hmm. on. But you don't, you don't, um, you don't appreciate how much the little, the little award breaks, like, chop it up um, on no. the game awards until they're gone
0: yeah it man and i'm working like you know it doesn't matter to me whether a game is an indie game or a AAA blockbuster i still have to do the same amount of work i still have to grab a bunch of screenshots from it i still have to create a piece of box art i have to create the game page and then i have to curate and publish the trailer and then tag that trailer to that game page it doesn't matter what the game is and it just would not end Like, I got to, like, the hour and 40 mark, and I almost gave up. I was like, this is insane. Like, and then you go and you look at the numbers, and, like, you guys aren't watching, like, hardly any of it. Like, we get complaints from people all the time, like, oh, you don't cover indies enough on Game Face, or blah, blah, blah. You guys don't care about indies. I have the data. Y'all don't watch trailers for hardly any indie games at all. Like, the very big ones that Matt and I will actually mention on Game Face... A couple of you will watch trailers for that stuff. The rest, like, literally, like, less than 100 views for those trailers on Sifted. So, that show to me, I was just like, make it stop. Please make it stop. (laughs) But I'll say this. There were five or six pretty good things and a couple really good things. And the first really, really good thing was the thing that they finished with, which was the next installment in the Final Fantasy VII Remake Saga, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Um, I'll just be honest with you, Matt. I had very little clue what was going on in this trailer. Like, I didn't finish Final Fantasy VII Remake, because I'll be honest with you, I just didn't really like it that much. I think I played 15 or 20 hours of it and stopped and never went back to it. So I don't know if that's part of it that I didn't finish the original one. Do you have more insight into this maybe than I do?
1: Not really. I mean, it's... it's Yeah, I didn't finish that game either, because why would I? But like... um I mean, I assume what they're showing at the beginning there is the aftermath of the plate falling, which I remember from uh, the original game, and then you get booted out into the world once you get out of Midgar, and that's what this is all. This all is. Um,
0: yeah, you're finally out of like the steampunk. Yeah, like. and
1: there's a bunch. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that's new in this because obviously it's a different timeline or different unfolding thing or whatever the fucking smoke monster things are. or Something
0: <laughs> just straight you out know, of lost.
1: Like, like it implied <laughs> that what's his name is still alive. Uh, the you know the guy from before crisis or whatever. Oh, Clyde or whatever. Yeah, name yeah. it. Not Clyde. That's 16. I
0: know who you're talking. About. You know, I'm talking about yeah. the
1: guy that cloud basically steals his identity without realizing it kind of thing. And then they go, yeah, I don't remember any of that. And they're changing it slightly and I don't care. Um, but yeah, basically this is the part of, this is like disc two where you get booted out in the big world and get mm-hmm. to go around and, you know, you meet obviously red 13 and, uh, Yuffie, and uh, I wonder if Vincent will show up at some point. There's not showing him yet. There's the new uh, Turk girl who looks suspiciously like a blonde version of Tifa. Mm-hmm. Um, there's people that's speculating that they're actually all dead and hallucinating this, or that this like this. You know, who knows what they're doing with this? Like they're clearly changing it up so people who know the game backwards the original game backwards and forwards, aren't going to get bored with hearing the same story over again. Yeah. Um, there she is. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll, you know. We'll see. Well, people who play this, will see. I don't know how much of it I'll see. Two discs is a lot of this. Yeah, and that's the thing that
0: they announced too is coming on two discs. Do you think that's like um, a nod to the old game, or do you think they really need two discs? I mean,
1: I would guess uh, they probably do need two discs if they're doing like a. You know, it depends how far they're going with this, but I feel like if they're kind of emulating. If they're emulating what the original game did in terms of what disc two was, yeah, I could see you needing two discs just for the sheer amount of, like, audio and texture work. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's a lot of stuff. It is, yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure it'll all install, you know, as one file. But, like, I could see needing that much space to store it physically, sure. Um, not referencing, you know, obviously you're not going to reference the disc while you're playing because that's not how modern consoles work. But I could see having, you know, that much data requiring that much space, sure. Uh, Especially if they intend to kind of emulate it as like a, you know, I I feel like they're trying to make this three, three installments, you know, like that would track with the number of discs the original game was. So my guess is there's one more entry after this. Um, And I I can see like having to get all that stuff from the middle of the game in there. Yeah, two discs on even on a modern Blu-ray. That would be about right. Are you excited for this, man? No, me not either. even a tiny amount. But
0: I feel like I'm missing out because some people. are But like you know what? At minds. least they're getting at
1: least a little bit. But at least they're getting it. I mean, it's obviously took a while, but at least yeah. they're getting out in a timely manner for the people who do care about it. Yeah,
0: I'm I mean, happy for everybody else. who's really excited for it. I just the again the first remake just did not click with me at all. Like I don't. I'm not like crazy fanboy for Final Fantasy seven in general. Um. So I'm sure that has part as part to do with uh, my lack of excitement for it but again i'm excited for y'all because y'all some of y'all are really really pumped about like it's their most anticipated game of all of them
1: if you were 12 in 1997 it was a it was a watershed moment i think
0: what do you think of the combat that they're showing there
1: it looks about the same yeah it looks pretty much
0: the same as the first remake game yeah
1: yeah i mean which is
0: okay yeah
1: people seem to like that for whatever reason Mm -hmm. so there's no you know it ain't broke yeah
0: that game is coming in early 2024. said early
1: 2024. We'll see if they stick to that. Yeah, but, we'll see if it makes it or But not. it seems pretty likely it's next year one way, one way or the other. Yeah, so.
0: PS5 exclusive, as you guys probably already know. Um, but, yeah, uh, that was a pleasant surprise. Mm. I did not, because that show had, like, dragged for, like, the last 45 minutes, and he tacked that on at the end. I was like, okay, I don't know if it saved the show, but it, said it certainly helped. Um, but that was a big get. That was probably his biggest get of his his press conference, I think. Oh uh, yeah, I would I would agree with that. I'm also I'm surprised that like, well I guess it's PS5 exclusive. What are they going to do? What? I'm surprised that they didn't have it in the thing in May for PlayStation. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I wonder what Jeff had to do to finagle that to make sure that maybe wasn't. he just
1: wasn't ready yet.
0: I could be. Yeah, if, if that's the case, he got really lucky.
1: Or maybe they weren't sure of what, even a release window yet. Yeah, you know, that could be too. Things can change over time.
0: Yeah, but that was his biggest get easily of uh, Summer Games Fest for sure. Um, next up. Mortal Kombat 1, we had already got the first trailer for Mortal Kombat 1, and then we get, like, this big gameplay extravaganza, and then Jeff had it playable at his little kind of warehouse thing that he does afterwards where people can actually go and play games, and there is just footage of this flooding the internet right now. Like, everybody recorded hours and hours of it, and everyone's doing, like, fatality montages and all that kind of stuff, Um, and it's all over Sifted, too. We've curated a bunch of that stuff if you want to check it out. It's live on the site. Pretty much every permutation and combination that you could of all the information and the content that was in that build is out on the wilds of the internet. Now that we've really been crazy exposed to Mortal Kombat 1, how are you feeling? How do you feel about the cameo characters? I mean, They're a bigger part of the game than I really thought they yeah, would be. Yeah, I
1: mean, it's fine. It's just, it's just like assists in the old Capcom versus games. Yeah. Like it's something they haven't done yet in Mortal Kombat, so why not?
0: I was surprised how long the cameo characters could fight. Yeah. They, like I thought they just jump while. in and do like one attack and then jump out, but no, they, they actually like jump in there. And no, like... they seem
1: to have four or five attacks in yeah. which direction. I you're was pushing. surprised by that. So It's what not you...
0: a it's not a half-assed
1: uh system obviously, but we'll see, you know, what it I mean, Mortal Kombat, you know, Nether Realms games are kind of notorious for being a little wonky in the balance department at mm-hmm. launch, so we'll see, but like I mean, it looks it looks like Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Like cool.
0: Yeah, it doesn't look like the game itself has changed all that much. No, it, it's... Other it's, than the cameo characters. Yeah,
1: it's still got that kind of blocky movement feel. It's you know, robotic. You can see that it, it still works on sort of a Z and X axis with yeah. some diagonals mixed in sort of thing. It's that, it's that, you know, I, I talk about how you know Street Street Fighter feels uh, more fluid, and Mortal Kombat has always felt like it takes place inside squares somehow. Yeah um and that seems to still be i mean it's just sort of how nether realm rolls uh, i don't expect that to change i don't need it to change it's what Mortal Kombat feels like it's fine
0: yeah yeah i mean i don't i don't want them to completely overhaul no. mortal Kombat. i like that it's a fighting franchise it feels different from other fighting franchises
1: yeah it, it has its own identity nether realms has a house style it's fine it looks i mean it looks better because they've upgraded to unreal 4 i think yeah um
0: yeah graphics look great
1: yeah um, cool. the, the, their character model work is greatly improved their animation is greatly improved they improve every every game
0: Yeah, you go yeah. back to like Mortal Kombat 9 and that stuff's rough yeah you're right the fatalities in this shocked me Like, I gotta hand it to Netherrealm man somehow every entry there's at least a couple fatalities where I'm like oh my gosh like it's pretty crazy that they managed to keep coming up with demented new ways to kill human beings like
1: yeah, yeah I mean they're they're pretty cool like I mean I feel like these guys probably watch Terrifier two a lot.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Terrifier Have three. Have you watched that movie yet? No. Yeah, I've you, seen you clips of <laughs> it,
1: but like I, I, yeah, I appreciate the artistry there. Uh huh. Terrifier three is coming. Is it? Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm not surprised because the it's like a building franchise at this point. I don't think they'll ever be in the theaters, though. But
1: I mean, I'm sure certain theaters. Right. Are, right. <laughs> yeah, the ones that I don't I'm know. Par- I don't know if I want to go see that with other people who want to see the that. The ones with though. sticky
0: seats. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, places like you would have found, like, Quentin Tarantino in, like, 1987.
0: Yeah. yeah. Swanland is asking if we're excited for Jean-Claude Van Damme. I mean, I don't really care about
1: yeah. that. Yeah. But, like, it's it's I nice mean, that they finally
0: got it. I mean, yeah. yeah. Like, like
1: he w- they wanted him to play Johnny Cage in the first game. Right. Like, but they couldn't afford him. And so the fact that they finally got—Ed Boone finally got this long-term dream realized is cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and overall, I, like the, I was pretty pretty impressed with what I saw of MK1 throughout yeah. the week. it all it all looks fun. Like this that, that fatality right there bothers me the most for some reason. Well, it's classic. I, I, is that freezing the head and pulling the spine out? Is but I, the way that they do it is different in this one. Like mm. I don't think they ever fr- grabbed the neck and froze the head before they ripped it off. I, I, I think I, I, he, he has the, he has
1: done that in the past. Oh really? Although it obviously wasn't animated that Yeah.
0: Well, but, and sometimes I think I
1: remember one where he, I think I remember one where he froze kind of freezes the neck and then pulls it out like kind of sideways. Yeah. Because it pulls, it pulls out like a frozen body and it's all sort of iced up. That's, you know, I mean, again, I do think they have a lot of anatomy textbooks laying <laughs> they around.
0: absolutely do. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Um,
1: it's, and, it's, it's clearly done with love.
0: Yeah. And by the way, Mortal Kombat, if you don't know or don't remember, it is coming out on September 19th. So not long to wait for that game. I mean, it's literally just a few months away here. Uh, but looking really good. I was impressed with it. And just not that trailer. Again, if you really want to see more of it, there's tons of gameplay montages um lists all kinds of content for mortal Kombat 1 on sifted right now uh next up alan wake 2 we get to see the first gameplay from alan mm-hmm. wake 2 and it's not of alan wake it's no, of it's the other protagonist the other character um well actually is, it, is the other
1: is what's his name david harbor he's not alan wake is, is he? he
0: not gonna? Is you not? Do you not play Alan? I don't Wake think in this you
1: play game? as Alan Wake in this game. Really? I think you play as those two FBI people. Really? Because you see him right, like where yeah. he's like at the typewriter. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like that. Yeah. All, I think he's just part of the story. Really? I don't think you're playing as Interesting. him. Interesting.
0: I didn't realize that. People are saying it's like True Detective cross with Resident Evil.
1: I can. Yeah, I can see that. The
0: detective stuff seems pretty heavy in this. Now, this gameplay doesn't really show that stuff off, but afterwards they were doing interviews. Uh, Guapo
1: says you play as Alan Wake in Saga. So that this is this is or Sage, I think is her name.
0: Yeah. So a lot of people are saying that the detective stuff in this. Oh, is-
1: alone in the dark is Harbor. That's right. I'm I'm, mix- I'm mixing up my horror games. I don't fucking care about.
0: <laughs> you don't care about Alan Wake at all.
1: No, not no. Really.
0: Even though this game isn't really just a straight up like horror shooter. No, I the detective just, stuff doesn't interest
1: you. I, I, you show me this, and I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I, don't, I It just. It's. I mean, it looks nice. It's very pretty. But it just looks like every fucking horror game to me. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I don't. I don't care. I, I, and this. Uh, the other thing I was. The only other. The only real takeaway I have from this is that's a cool the deer running through the thing is cool. Like it looks nice. I. I absolutely know I'm not going to care about playing this game for one second. The other thing. I will. Is um. <laughs> they need to move this game. Yeah. It is going to get. Buried. I mean, that's
0: the other thing absolutely that we
1: absolutely <laughs> fucking buried. It that's
0: is... the thing that we learned this week is that October is off. Oh, the you gotta chain. get! I know it's
1: Halloween. I know that you gotta get this game out of here. You gotta put this thing in Q1 or something. I mean, like,
0: even November gives it a chance. Yeah, or, like
1: yeah, this it's it's sandwiched between uh, what is it? Like um, ten huge games. But it's a, specifically, it's between. Um, uh, what's its name? Uh, Spider-Man uh, the week after and the week before is like some other huge... Like And Call of Duty's in there somewhere. It's just going to get complete... Oh, it's, uh, it's a game that nobody's going to like. I think it's a game that's not going to be well-received. I can't remember what it, what it is. But it's going to get drown out october is insane mirage, assassin's creed mirage that's what i, that's what I got mean it.
0: there's literally like 10 big games in october big ones
1: yeah you're, you're never gonna make any tr- and then people's like oh it's a different audience it's like they're not hoping for a different niche audience they want this game to be a hit
0: well there's also five like five big horror games launching in october like october yeah. is when they launch horror games for halloween like
1: yeah i very strongly believe that for the good of this game you got to get it out of that release window uh, that's not gonna happen but... probably not but like it, I mean, it's just, gonna, you know, the thing's going to get buried, and no one's going to notice, and you're never going to get an Alan Wake 3.
0: That's- Sneaky says Forza, Spidey, and Alan Wake yep. all in the same week.
1: Yep. It's ridiculous. That's one week. And guess how many people are going to pick this over those? No, Very like few. hardly
0: any. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Like, it should be moved to November or even December. Now, December, it gets dicey because then you can't be considered for the Game Awards at a certain time. Um, so, I know some... Some publishers want to stay away from yeah, the no, if I mean, can, If that's... you're
1: making release date decisions based on the game awards, you're already lost at that point. <laughs> that's a good like, point, come on. Nobody does. Nobody's going to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was a little underwhelmed by this first gameplay um, of Alan Wake. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't really striking to me. It didn't really stand out. Um, I agree with you. It looked kind of like generic survival horror game a little bit um, in that clip. Um, but all the interviews and the information that's come out since, again, makes it sound like there's a lot more to the detective stuff in it than there is sort of the combat. It almost sounds like a split like 50-50 between mm-hmm. the two. So that should maybe give it at least a little bit of a different angle from some of the other horrors Yeah, shooters. but you'll never know that just looking at it. Yeah, it looks especially like that every, demo in particular. Yeah, it looks like They like show else. that one scene of like looking in the freezer. <laughs> and like that's yeah. pretty much all they give you there. So uh, again, Alan Wake is coming out on October 17th. It's mm-hmm. going to be an awesome month for video game releases. Uh, next up. Probably the biggest announcement, I would say, from Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest presentation. And that is the release date for Marvel's Spider-Man 2. It is coming out October 20th. <laughs> Again, mm-hmm. three days after Alan Wake. Um, yeah, probably, I would say, the biggest announcement. Yeah. Other than maybe finding out that Rebirth is coming early next I year. I mean, that's,
1: yeah, Rebirth is probably the most impactful trailer. Mm-hmm. Because obviously there was, no, there was no new Spidey footage or anything. Yeah. Um, but no, like, I mean, we knew they, they said fall, but having an actual date this early and, and the, you know, the guy, I know the guy, I stopped watching live, but I saw the clip where the guy's like, guys, like, we're very sure of what we're about to tell you.
0: Brian kind of Intahar. Yeah. So Brian, you guys may not know, is a game, used to be a games journalist. He worked at mm-hmm. EGM. I think he worked at one other publication before he got hired as at Insomniac. Um, so he comes from our ilk and he's done an amazing job over there. And one thing I didn't know, and maybe you do, but, or, or don't. Pactor on today's episode that went live this morning, shot yesterday, by the way, episode already live this morning, just putting it out there, he mentions that Ted Price lives in Tennessee. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. Did you? I did, but I don't know why I knew that. The last time I saw him at Pactor's party, that's now been four years now, which is insane to think about. But he was talking about his house in L.A. Yeah, I think he moved during the pandemic. He must have. I was surprised. But Pack brought up something. It was in response to... Why E3 matters, even though the industry is still doing well. And what he said is like, if you have a normal E3, Ted Price comes. Because this is not E3, he stayed in Tennessee, Mm -hmm. and Brian Intahar is on stage instead of Ted Price. So, you know. He was answering questions of like, "Well, does E3 matter if the industry is doing better than ever now?" And that was kind of one of his responses mm-hmm. to it. Another Although response I will that he I had we'll that,
1: argue that like the amount of money it would cost to put on E3 and also to fly Ted Price to LA is that going to pay off in terms of extra sales for Spidey in the end? No, it's not going to affect anything.
0: Well, the other the other angle that he had on that was that gaming stocks are in the toilet, mm-hmm. and that E3 almost every year after E3 gaming stocks shoot Pretty up, bump. and they haven't had anything like they haven't had a bump like that in four years and so like stocks that were at like like ea stock was at 175 four years ago now it's at like 120 and all the stocks are like that they just slowly, slowly shrunk because the investors are the ones who watch e3 they don't watch the showcases and the directs and all that they watch e3 and so they need to get excited to invest if there's no e3 with the big the big you know spectacle of it all they don't know what's going on. They don't get excited. They don't invest. So anyway, go watch that episode of Pactor Factory. He provides a bunch of different angles on it that I had never thought about anyway. But um, yeah, probably the biggest announcement of Summer Game Fest. Well,
1: and if you're not a shareholder, none of that should really matter to you. But yeah,
0: but the money from the shareholders is what puts the money in the coffer to make more games and you know, on and on. They seem to be doing all right. But see, that's his... It, we're not going to get into that. Anyway, watch Pactor Factory. He has some different answers for that stuff. But anyway, this is probably the biggest announcement. It is coming out on October 20th. Next up, Prince of Persia, 2.5D Prince of Persia, mm-hmm. The Lost Crown, um, a reboot of the franchise, although it really is just going back to what Prince of Persia was. Yeah, I
1: mean, I don't know if you can call anything that Prince of Persia does a reboot. They just sort of, they re, they The Reignite. Prince of Persia thing changes every <laughs> time they put a new one, you know, how many times have they completely reinvented this series? You know, there is no real content. It's just like guy from Persia rescues girl from bad guy. Jumps around That's and acts up with a yeah.
0: sword. Yeah. The, the, the,
1: I mean, you know, would you ever know that this is the same, you know, franchise as that first one or Sands of Time or that 2008 one where you're just picking up glowy yeah. puffballs the whole time? Like it, Prince of Persia is very loose in continuity. It's not, I it's not like it. I mean I think everybody of a certain age probably thinks of Sands of Time as the core of the franchise in the sense of like you know that one dude who smoldered with generic rage for several <laughs> years over three installments but like yeah, yeah. The, the the hostility towards this game is astounding to me cuz it looks pretty fucking good for I what it, it is too. like it, it looks like a really cool reinvention of Prince of Persia like classic style but if you're if you're waiting for Sands of Time remake i guess it's disappointing but
0: i think a lot of people see side-scroller and they and the first thing they think of is indie but and i understand that because a lot of indie games are side-scrolling games but this game goes beyond that like you can no, tell this, this was made value. with a big budget oh, yeah. like you this isn't just like oh we put 10 also, guys on the new prince also of this, game. Is the,
1: this is the team that did rayman legends and rayman origins which is also which are two of the best 2.5 yep. d things ever yep. so
0: i'm i'm i'm
1: okay looking forward to this one i'll
0: be honest with you matt i mean Sands of time was really groundbreaking and really good oh, i thought sure. 3d prince of persia fell off the map like i'm okay with 2d prince of persia yeah, this but this great. is what to me and probably you as well this is what i associated with prince of persia for most of my life right this is og prince of Persia. yeah this sure. is what i first played when i played prince of persia so to me it's not such a huge departure i can understand why people who are maybe 10 15 years younger than us this isn't Prince of Persia to them. Yeah. They think that Ubisoft is, like, cheaping out and doing, like, a 2D, like, indie, indie-ized version of Prince of Persia, which is nonsense. That's yeah. not what's happening this here.
1: This isn't like that thing where they did, like, the weird spin-offs of Assassin's Creed as 2D things. Right. This is—they this, this, put a lot—I mean, this is—they put the A-lister team on this in terms of what this game is. Yeah. Like, Rayman Origins is amazing. It I'm is, sure this yeah. will be no different.
0: I think it looks great. Yeah. I'm excited for this game. It comes out on January 18th. So they couldn't quite make it into the year, but they're going to make it in through before the end of the fiscal year. Um, and this is coming to all platforms. Um, and we'll get we'll talk about this again briefly in a little bit because Ubisoft in its press conference then also shows this game off. But we'll get to that in a minute. Next up, Sonic Superstars. Here's another kind of similar game, Matt. Yeah, a similar idea. Polygonal graphics, like But nobody's 3D- forgotten where Sonic comes from. Right, so right. it's received better. Right, right. 3D so this is received better. You're absolutely right. 3D graphics played on a 2D plane. This should have happened a long time ago, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess like there's a little bit of this idea with like what Sonic 4 was trying to do, mm-hmm. but didn't really,
0: didn't quite didn't really click. Yeah. And, and also there, there was an element of this to Sonic Generations as well. That's true. Um, the original Designer of Sonic, his new studio is making this game. Mm-hmm. The OG. Well, we know it's not usually not. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Okay, maybe, I don't know. You can do a lot from prison these days. I think they have like computer model. <laughs> yeah, we,
1: maybe, we, maybe we get a, uh, you know, uh, uh, we, 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 could, we could get a central yard zone or oh, something.
0: Going back to um, Solitary Prince of Persia. Confinement
1: Zone. We got a whole prison Sonic version.
0: <laughs> going back to uh, Prince of Persia, the Big Smoke 82 asked Do you not think it looks like Metroid Dread? Yeah, a little bit. But not without the annoying parts of Metroid Dread, in my opinion, um,
1: yeah, I don't really use Metroid Dread as a scale for anything except disappointment.
0: Yeah, <laughs> this is, and also another thing that they're doing with this game—they're—they're they're not going to include the Green Zone in this. Do you think is that sacrilege? It kind of is. I mean, it's—it's it's a break from tradition, but at
1: the same time, I mean, this kind of looks like it. Yeah. And, uh, I, how many times you need a Green Zone to start with? Like, we, we know <laughs> every time. <Matt>. We know. <laughs> <You> <laughs> we need also it every if it, time. If it every 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 musical theme for every green zone after the original has been a disappointment anyway. So just, just get to the, just get to the meat. Just go.
0: Oh, I always feel like green zone is the benchmark. Like it's the thing that's the same in every Sonic game. Yeah. So you can always compare like the graphics. Well, it's and the, the warm up.
1: It's the, it's the, it's the departure from normalcy. It's yeah. like, kind of like, this is where Sonic usually lives. And mm-hmm. now he's got to leave home and, and go into the wilds and, or into the city. And this is, you know, you're, yeah, the cities that I guess people never really considered who lives there because when humans showed up in Sonic Adventure, everyone's like, What the hell? I'm like, What did you think lived in all these fucking metropolises
0: he's running around in? Like was it just like like hedgehogs? Like I don't so Alan says the co dev of Sonic has a terrible track record, unfortunately. I mean, I think he's been gone for like forever. Like I don't think he's been doing much. Uh, but he He's this... been periodically involved with stuff,
1: but I, I yeah, I mean, I'm, nobody involved with Sonic has a great track record.
0: Yeah, this, I yeah. mean, his current studio is not has not exactly built a ton of hits. So. I will say
1: this game looks a little slow. Yeah, like the speed it, isn't quite there like yet. Like right. Yeah, I don't think it's moving as fast as maybe people might prefer.
0: Maybe for older people like me, it might be. Good. Yeah, I don't know. Like... <laughs> uh, I still don't think my uh, reflexes have deteriorated all that much. Luckily. I'm definitely not the way I was when I was 20, but no, my, I can still hang in call judge, of duty. Judging, like.
1: my, judging by my success online with Street Fighter, I'm still doing all right. Yeah. Uh, it's really more my patience right. to, uh, yeah. to deal with level design yeah, that yeah. has decreased.
0: <laughs> I'd agree with that. i definitely agree with that. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, Sonic Superstars. That is coming fall of this year, and it's coming to pretty much every platform, uh, but it's coming out before the end of the year, so that's... Pretty big surprise that they're showing it now and it's coming out soon. That's kind of a recurring theme, actually, throughout this week. It's been a lot of the games that they're showing are actually coming in the next six to eight months, which is, I think, a good reprieve from the old E3 where you get a trailer and the game wouldn't come out for like five years or something like that. So uh, good to see that at least these have tenuous release dates and that there's a chance of them hitting those dates in the, in the near future. Um, and then from here, those are the big games from Summer Games Fest. That's pretty much it. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's it. In two hours. I'm trying to think of what else I saw. On oh, we've got more. There's more we're going to talk yeah. about. But I'm just saying, this is the cutoff where the big stuff ends for Summer Games Fest. Next, we're going to talk about a game from John Carpenter. John Carpenter's Toxic Commando, which is basically just another Left for Dead clone. Mm-hmm. Do we need more of these? Nope. I mean we've got like four or five franchises like this at this point. There's World War Z, there's Left for Dead, there's Back for Blood.
1: There's nope. this. I this didn't even rec- I didn't even like register this.
0: Well it registered for me because John Carpenter. I'm that's, a huge fan. A,
1: I am not. So, really? I, I think The Thing is one of the greatest horror movies yeah. ever made, and that's probably about where my use for John Carpenter ends. <laughs> I mean, oh, respect for Halloween for basically creating the slasher genre as we know it, mm-hmm. uh, but like, I don't think he's a particularly good filmmaker overall. Yeah. Um, I have not been able to sit through Escape from New York or uh, Big Trouble in Little China in this century. Um, I did see Escape from L.A. at a birthday party like a year or so ago, uh, and that movie sucks. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I I don't like his music in as I like his music individually as music. I do not like it as soundtracks to his movies. Mm. I don't I think Escape from New York's like synthesis is incredibly weak. I don't think Halloween is all that great either. The music, I, I mean. I, no, no. You don't I like mean, Halloween's music? I, I like the theme song, but I do not like that kind of just music the from music from the hearts of space yeah. synth bullshit that goes <laughs> the it just doesn't it's just feel, one dirge after another. Yeah, this just nonsense yeah. to me. Um so yeah, John Carpenter not a big draw for me. Uh, respect to the man for what he's accomplished, but it's not for me. Uh, the fa- I think the I mean, There's I think a the, lot
0: of zombies right there. I think Holy the crap. fact
1: that that Kojima seems to aspire to be John Carpenter as his like high <laughs> bar of film work is hilarious. That
0: is pretty funny actually.
1: And the fact that he can't even get to that is pretty funny. Yeah. But um, no, I don't care. I mean, and also like John Carpenter is just here as sort of a spokesperson. <laughs> T- he's not-
0: says already looks better than Redfall. Fair. Well, yeah. Fair. I mean, yeah. Sure. Follow Nick says it gives me state of decay vibes. Okay. I mean, it is a it's a cooperative zombie shooter where there's millions of zombies. I mean, that's left for yeah. dead. That's World War Z. But there's a tinge of some other stuff in there. I'm not particularly excited for this. I'm not saying I am. I'm just saying this is the level of stuff that was in this two hour right. show, and we're t- we talked about it for like. Twenty minutes, and this is where we're at already.
1: I gotta say, it, this one thing I did learn over the course of all these presentations is the instant you start showing me some kind of one of these game as a service things, I am out the out the door. You zone out. Yeah, I don't. None of this stuff looks it. all looks the same. You can see the strings and the formula mm-hmm. every single time. Just apparently, we're gonna.
0: Which che- means about half We're gonna the ga- chew my hair cat. now. <laughs> Look at Luna. Just- <laughs> no. uh, he's really friendly today. Which means about half of the games that you've seen over the last week have not interest you, Matt. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a there's lot a, of games as a service. There were
1: a lot of breaks to make a sandwich, let me tell you that.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're getting into the really small stuff. Like, next up, Lies of P, which there's a demo out now, which yeah. I'm going to play here in the next day or two, and we'll talk about it yeah, on I next week's show. I
1: downloaded the demos for this and Final Fantasy 16, but I have not gotten around to playing we'll, them We'll
0: yet. talk about both of those games on next week's episode, and then the week after that, we'll probably be reviewing Final Fantasy 16. Um, the cool thing about the Final Fantasy 16 demo, by the way, is that your save does carry over to the final game. Yes. Which is nice. Which is why I downloaded it all. Yeah. So. The Lies of P demo, a lot of people are comparing it to Bloodborne. Yeah, I mean, I see that comparison. Yeah. Sure. It seems like everything I saw on social media about it was like, Bloodborne, Bloodborne, Bloodborne.
1: I mean, it I, always looked like it was taking aesthetic cues from it, but the tra- even the trailer here, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, you're just doing Bloodborne Two. yeah, basically. with Pinocchio. Pinocchio.
0: <laughs> it's so weird that they chose that IP.
1: I think, but whatever. I mean, this this is not super far off the original book. Yeah. The original, the, the what's his cult? pretty dark. What's his? Uh, I can't remember the Italian guy's name who wrote it, but like, yeah, I remember. I like I love Pinocchio when I was a kid, the Disney movie. Mm-hmm. So my uh, my aunt. Who was into the the Jiminy classic, the my classic books and the you know the great books kind of thing she gave me for christmas like the like a night really nice hardcover like illustrated version of the original story and you read that thing and it's just like oh my god it's a horror story yeah. like, it, like he's a monster like uh-huh. he just is kicking people and like yeah. he's horrible it's
0: all horrible and so like yeah this is very on brand for the original story but again, there's a demo out there if you want to give it a go. It comes out pretty soon as well, so not much longer to wait for the final game. Did I'm they not... give an actual day? Yes. This is actually the release date trailer, and I did not write it down. I have every well, it's other freaking release date but this one. <laughs> it's about <laughs> or... to
1: happen because I remember
0: that shark you know, I cut it off. Oh, you cut it off? Yeah, I, I always edit out the garbage at the end of trailers for B-roll, unfortunately. But um, that was actually the release date trailer. It's the, if the looking at my notes, it's the only game I don't have the release date for. Hmm. And it's the only one you're probably going to ask about the release date there for. There we are. What is it? No, I said there
1: we are in the sense of, like, yeah, that's the Uh, one thing I'm going to ask about.
0: (laughs) It's funny. Uh, But it is coming pretty soon. It's coming before the end of the year. Next up, Like a Dragon Gaiden.
1: The man who erased his name.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And this is... So, Like a Dragon, you may know or may not know, has kind of spun off the Yakuza franchise into this, Mm -hmm. like, turn-based RPG franchise. But this one... Still uses the Like a Dragon name, but it's a traditional well, they, hack and slash.
1: Yakuza is just called Like a Dragon now, yeah, because that was the original Japanese name, right. Anyway, mm-hmm. so they just changed it. That's yeah. the franchise name now,
0: right? But um, that change also coincided with them shifting to the turn-based RPG. Yeah,
1: but like anything else that they're gonna is gonna be that. always
0: gonna have that name now. Yeah, and this like, is like traditional- the other
1: Like a Dragon they showed uh, is just literally Yakuza 8, Yakuza nine yeah. basically. Or
0: is it eight?
1: Is it not? Seven?
0: Yeah. I think it's
1: eight. Is it eight now? I don't know. <laughs> I
0: don't remember. Yeah, because six was
1: the end of, of uh, Kiryu. Yeah. And then seven was the turn-based one, which was became like a dragon. So this a new one will be eight. But this is the side story that is not numbered, but it's about Kiryu, apparently as a superhero. Yeah, because he um, can pick
0: up soda machines and swing them around.
1: He's a little stronger in this yeah. than he used to be. Uh, and there's a little more solid snake happening. Like, I guess... This is basically <laughs> like he's in a Marvel movie.
0: It's really weird. And he like I mean, these, can, these games are always he strange. seems to have
1: psychic like telekinesis. It, it's I, it looks like, like I, it. I, I don't even know. I mean, I'm in. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever. Like, you give me this character, I'm gonna. I'm in. I don't care. This game is coming out on November 9th. Yeah. So not cool. long to wait for it. I the 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 fact that they can churn these things out as fast as they do. It's amazing. And they're, and they're all pretty good. Yeah. They're like,
0: not, not bad. Yeah. Like any of them.
1: Like, like I know there's a formula <laughs> to it. But so still. it's not like they gotta really invent, reinvent the wheel every time. But like that's still a lot of work. That's yeah. I mean just. It's still good. Because the games they're are big, in, too. They're huge. Yeah. I, I never finish any of the, like, in terms of all the side shit. Like, I'm lucky yeah. if I get through the main story. Yeah, yeah. But, like,
0: uh, it's impressive what that studio manages to Yeah, And they
1: already put output. out the the Ishin this
0: yep. year. I, yeah. It's pretty amazing. And as we said, there's another one that was yeah. at E3 week that we're going to talk about main in a little series. bit. Like, this is,
1: I mean, these are basically B list games. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, these are, these are, the B-tier. This, it's a, yeah. it's a brilliant way of doing it. Yeah. Like, they, they, Deliver every Somehow. fucking time. I don't know how.
0: They're, they're never game
1: worth... of the year candidates, but they're always worth playing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And they never disappoint fans, which is probably what's most important. Next up, probably the biggest moment from Summer Games Fest, and that is Nicolas <laughs> Cage in Dead by Daylight. Nicolas came on stage. Jeff was very excited to bring Nicolas Cage on stage. Yes. He yelled it at the top of his lungs. Yes. Nicolas Cage! And Nicolas
1: Cage was very unimpressed yeah. by, by Jeff Keighley. The, the
0: interactions were a little odd. Very
1: awkward. Yeah. My favorite was as he leaves and the Jeff goes to shake his hand again. And, and Nick's like, oh, sure, yeah, put her there, pal. He yeah. was like, I'm like, Nick Cage has been doing this longer than most of us have been alive. And he knows, he knows what he's there for. Uh, I, just, I
0: think Nicolas Cage was courtesy of, of uh, Keighley's dad.
1: Yeah, most likely.
0: Uh, my guess is that most Keely's now, dad. Not to be an fair,
1: Nicholas Cage. Once the awkward intro and outro are discounted, he was. His fine. He, he knew his stuff. Like yeah. he was, he was there. He was engaged. He was excited. Yeah, I believe that he was excited to do this, and he thought it was an interesting little adventure and everything. He said he knew all the stuff. He didn't need to be prompted on things. Like he was just ready to talk. I'm surprised he wasn't pissed uh, off at how terrible this trailer
0: is. I mean, so I mean I'm, sure, I'm sure
1: he's seen what the game looks like. I mean, like just already. look at but that like, first
0: shot. It just zap. Just <laughs> look at that, <laughs> and then it cuts. It gets to him and mm-hmm. then it cuts what is going on there I
1: mean, it's you can only do, you can only do so much with this game
0: imagine if you're the team that works on dead by daylight though and you're like oh my god we have this huge spot with nicholas cage at Summer Games Fest, and this is what you do?
1: I mean, you, don't, you don't think that they made, this? they
0: made this? You don't think <laughs> I, that? Yeah, who, yeah, of course, yeah. I mean, it's their game. Right, and my point is they did a god-awful job. Like, how could you send this to Jeff, this terrible trailer? I don't
1: know, man. You, you go play Dead by Daylight <laughs> and see what they have to work with. It's, that's my, really my answer here. He is an odd addition to this game. Yeah, he <laughs> was. I mean, it's fun. It's fine. He was like, just like, in that vampire not? movie that bombed, right? Renfield yeah, yeah that's, that's probably why he's pretty good no he's been in a bunch of horror stuff he's really just, he's a horror fixture at this point yeah
0: what are what are their big horror She's movies? Color movies? Out
1: of Space Mandy like there's a bunch of, I don't know a, any of those Color Out of Space and Mandy are great really yeah he's been in a bunch of good horror stuff
0: I've never seen a single good horror
1: movie oh yeah him. wow oh, yeah.
0: I don't know how I missed that interesting
1: go check out nick's uh horror stuff it's, it's, He's it's he's been in some good shit
0: wow i like him generally like i li- i love a lot of his films i've just never seen him f- in good horror
1: and stuff. it's fun. i cannot imagine you wouldn't like mandy yeah uh but like but also like i mean the fact that you know he plays himself as showing up for a movie and then being stuck like that's very him mm-hmm. it also ties into his unbearable weight of un of limitless talent or whatever that thing yeah he did. yeah it was there sort of a, f- a pseudo biopic thing yeah, of himself that's right. um
0: He's a strange guy. Yeah, it's uh, very quirky. Very
1: funny. Yeah.
0: But anyway, he's coming to Dead by Daylight. That's probably the biggest moment, at least for the crowd. Like, the crowd really freaked out. Yeah. I mean, a lot cool. of people... It's cool I to think-
1: see him The one thing that I will, I will say I was surprised by was um, that he... Um, Nicolas Cage somehow, while well-dressed, was not the best-dressed guest on summer a, games fest the best dressed man on that stage was sam lake yeah he was in his, his velour tailored velours suit, suit. Yeah,
0: he's looking pretty like
1: sharp man like and i'm always a little weirded out when he doesn't sound like max payne yeah but like yeah. i was like damn <laughs> that, that dude showed up like i was i was impressed yeah. by sam lake's uh, outfit
0: what always trips me up is like if you live in la like you just kind of get over celebrities like i remember the first week that we moved here from san francisco i was walking to lunch at g4 with like 15 people and we're standing in the corner waiting for the light to change to walk across. And up comes an Escalade and stops in front of us. And Robert De Niro is sitting in the mm. passenger seat. And he's just right there. And I was like, holy crap. And then just over time, like you just see celebrities all the time. They're not a big deal. But then I watch stuff like this. And you see people who don't normally see celebrities... Yeah. When they're, they realize they're in the same room with the celebrity, and they lose their mind. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's really a, yeah, it's crazy. Scary, like,
1: well, I mean, I, so I, I, my Nicolas Cage encounter was at the Magic Castle. Uh, we were in uh, the close-up gallery, which is a tiny, tiny theater where they do magic. It's about like, 28 seats, mm-hmm. very small. And it was halfway through the show, and the guy uncovered like a coin matrix thing with a card. And from down the row, like th- like five seats to my left, I just hear... It was under there the whole time, and I'm like, and I'm like, what? Who the fuck is? It? And I look over, and it's Nicholas Cage. Like, and he's like, oh, sorry, sorry. Like, he, was, he just, and like he was just so excited. Yeah. Like, he loves magic, and he was so excited. Every time he'd do a trick, he'd be like, oh. Like, it was like, like it was, it was the most adorable That's thing, funny. really. And like, yeah. and I, my my other great thing was when at, at one point his date was done with her white wine, so he just took it, poured it in his red wine, and kept <laughs> drinking. And I'm just like, I'm not not let it enough. go to waste. Yeah. There you go. That's a, a way to make a rosé. Why not? Um, That's funny. But I texted my friend who worked at the Magic Castle at the time, and I'm just like, dude, Nicholas Cage was just like yelling like stuff in the thing. He's like, oh man, we've had to like tell him to. Sh-. He's like, but no one wants to like kick him out or anything because no. he loves it so much. Yeah, he loves yeah, like so, um, that was my, my Nicholas Cage encounter, and uh, he was—I uh, mean, it was just—it it wasn't like a problem. It was just like, oh, look how excited he is! Like yeah. he got—he was just drunk enough that he was like a kid. Like reacting to all this stuff, so, and I see a little bit of that spark when he's doing his yeah. little speech here about the game because like you can mm. tell he is actually excited about yeah, it. Yeah. He's like, it's a new thing he's never done. It. He well, he's wants like, to I'm do talking to stuff. like
0: my younger relatives who are saying yeah. this is a big deal. <laughs> and all you wonder
1: if it's like was that conversation like I'd care about you if you were in Fortnite, Uncle right. Nick? And like he's like, well, I'll
0: go try to get in Fortnite, but this is where I got to start. You got to start
1: somewhere, right? So. <laughs>
0: Uh, so anyway, moving on. Next, there was a Twisted Metal TV show trailer, or actually just a clip from the show. And oh lordy, Matt! Oh lordy, does that show look bad?
1: We can't, oh, the Twisted Metal! Oh my god!
0: Because we'll get a copyright flag. But that is unironically one of the worst things I have ever seen. I mean, it um, looked like literally some of the stuff we shot for X Play. Yeah, <laughs> it was awful, awful. <laughs> like literally like the costuming and everything just X-play like that. Level. Like,
1: I, like it's like Anthony Mackie time to get a new agent. Yeah. Kind of bad. Like, it was, <laughs> and it was like somebody like, it was almost like someone just showed Will Arnett the script and wouldn't let him know any context. Just like read the lines. Yeah. and Like we're got, we're done. Like it one take so go bad. And it's like, even, I mean, it says something that your first clip even involves Anthony Mackie saying, can we take this back to the cars? Yeah. I'm like, yeah,
0: I would <laughs> like to see what the fucking cars are about. Like, isn't that what this is? Like, yeah. Why did they show like this very like narrative heavy scene? It's embarrassing. It was scene. so bad. Like, just
1: yeah. awful. Whoever's like,
0: running that show needs to be fired.
1: Very, very poor choices. I mean, I always knew a Twisted Metal series was a bad idea. Yeah. But
0: like, <laughs> oh my god, I, I mean, wasn't. I was this, not ready. They have pulled the rabbit out of the hat a couple times on some of these IP. Some of this IP, like where I'm like, how the hell will they ever make it decent? And it's maybe not good, but it's not embarrassing. That was embarrassing. Oh yeah. The Twisted Metal clip was embarrassing. Um, Unbelievable. And then the final thing worth mentioning from Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest presentation is new Fortnite stuff, which actually is a pretty big get. Um, I don't know. You would think maybe Xbox might want to run this, but uh, actually looking at the rundown from Xbox, no, it had no chance in hell of making it. But, <laughs> but Keighley showed off a bunch of new stuff, yeah. Transformers. And, and,
1: Ke- and Keighley's got a good relationship with Epic. So. Yeah,
0: we do too, because we worked with a lot of people who work in the media department there. Um. So yeah, they transformers. And does this make you play Fortnite? Now? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I was kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then this is it. That's two hours
1: of keely's thing. Well, I also like the the Space Marine thing. Or was that in the?
0: Oh, the co op. Yeah. That was like a thirty second clip. Yeah.
1: It was like, it was but nice, it did look good. It was nice to
0: see it. Yeah, that game and looks good. Actually, it does. It yeah. Really does. But that's probably the that was on the fringe of being mentioned for us today and that's pretty much it. i mean what is there to say other than what you just said
1: right and that's it, why it wasn't in yeah the show. I mean, like, I didn't oh in. co-op cool three-player co-op looks nice graphics look
0: good have what a release next? date no, <laughs> no? Yeah. all right yeah um i don't think that's coming this year i do you do yeah yeah i think they announced a release date did they yeah for like august or something was it i don't yeah. remember that i thought for sure i think it's coming i think it's gonna make it um because I've been keeping an eye on it, obviously, because that's that's probably is going to determine who wins our fantasy. Yeah, game.
1: like if that makes it or not is basically whether my uh, my uh, fantasy team As lives or dies. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I've been keeping an if eye. There was a, I, I, don't I, think rem- it's I,
1: I didn't think there was a release date on that.
0: I thought they just said fall or whatever. I didn't. I don't remember any information on that. I mean, the fact that they're showing a co op trailer, pretty good sign. Yeah, they're showing a co op trailer in June. Like I think you're. Yeah, over. I hope so. Yep. Did they um, show, and then the,
1: they did the uh, um, which they they did a little Baldur's Gate thing.
0: Yeah, they're going back to Baldur's Gate. Yeah, where they they actually showed Baldur's Gate. <laughs> yeah. which, which apparently they have. They said that they hadn't been back to in like twenty years or something. Yeah, Baldur's Gate. I don't think that's even. That's not
1: even in the early access because it's part of Act Two. Like, basically, I think the early access is like the first act, and it ends as you get to Baldur's yeah. Gate. So that was, I think that's the first time we've seen what it looks like in the game. Yeah.
0: But you can see why I didn't include that in our discussion. It's that's pretty low hanging fruit. So yeah what we just talked about that was the big stuff mostly big stuff from summer games fest what kind of a letter grade are you giving keely's show i'm um, gonna give like a d it's was not yeah if he had cut it down to an hour and plucked the best indies and the big stuff that he had it would have been much better
1: yeah i think if you just watched the trailers of the games you mentioned there you did better yeah
0: than, oh you did if you just
1: went to <laughs> sifted to and because it's two hours again,
0: a minute after any of these trailers showed in any of these press conferences, they were there on Sifted for you to watch all a cart if you wanted to. And I, you're right; I think a lot of people may have done better to just use Sifted instead of watching these things because there's just a lot of crap, a lot of filler in these. I agree with you. I give it a D. Um, again, if he had plucked the very best indies that he had, all the big stuff, crunched it down into an hour, probably would have got a C plus or a yeah. B minus.
1: And I know it's there to make you know to pay for the. Pay for the time, pay yep. for the show, but it's just like sitting through all these games, of service commercials, Wayfinders crap is like it's yeah. just interminable.
0: Well, the next question becomes: Does he need to do it in a big? Look, it was cool to have like a crowd there for an E3 thing mm-hmm. again, but do you? You does he need that big theater, or can he do what Nintendo did for a long time, where it was like three hundred people in his press conference every year? I
1: mean, he's just trying to recreate a Format that is dead. Mm-hmm. Like he's trying to recreate the old live in the, studio, in the thing. Uh, Nobody press playing games thing. live though. No, we're no not doing that demos. No gameplay demos. He wants dodged to do that, that anymore. bullet. Yeah. No one wants to do that. Yeah. But meh.
0: Yeah. Uh, Eric Carmena says B minus. Wow. Go watch it again, Eric. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I thought it was torture sitting through that thing. I thought it was D. I even thought maybe D minus. I thought D might be a little generous. But. There's a there's an opportunity. If you there. just
1: done it like Xbox style and just run everything back to back without stage sequences, I might give it more like a C minus.
0: That got a little awkward too, though, and that's a great way to transition into our next topic, which is the Xbox showcase, which happened on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, this was your traditional direct style pre-produced video, and Matt, I did get sick of the done, world, world premiere, done. And it just went on and on and on and on. I
1: mean, it got funny at one
0: point. It, almost, yeah. it became like almost absurd.
1: Yeah. Done.
0: And even if they didn't have the world repair, premiere, it would still go,
1: done. Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: just, it's very it's very
1: Christopher Nolan.
0: They just snapped it together. Like there was no, there was like, a human at the beginning and a human at the end and in between it was like it was made by ai
1: but it's also like that's what sony did the year they did their big comeback yeah remember where like it was you know, they had all those years of nonsense and then they yeah. did that one year it was like 2008 i think and yeah. it was just like just like guy tretton came on introduced it they did like 90 minutes of, of footage and that was it which is
0: fine you can come up with different transitions Mm-hmm. You don't have to use the same one every time for an entire. Press yeah, even company.
1: Ubisoft does that.
0: Yeah, I mean, just come up with different, just visual and with audio transitions. Like it was the same thing between every video. Yeah, it was. It was very corporate. It was. Yeah. Again, it felt like it was made by AI instead of made by human beings, and maybe it was. You know, it was maybe Azure or something. No, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think we need
1: AI to explain lack of creativity at Microsoft. Come
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> it's just organic. <laughs> um, but let me tell you. That aside, Xbox brought the goods. As I said earlier in the show, curating and doing all that stuff for Xbox was the one moment where I felt like I was in an old-school E3. And what I was getting at, and I never did get there because we got sidetracked, was that it was the one time during this week where I'm doing work and I'm like, no, I want to watch that. Like, mm. I, it was hard. I'm like, no, nope, but I got go to go create this game page and I got to curate this trailer and I can't watch this thing that I really want to watch. And like, it was the only time this week where I felt that way. And it pretty much lasted the whole way through. Like, there really weren't dips in this at all. No. Like, it's pretty much just wall to wall stuff that I care about, mm. which is amazing.
1: Yeah, it never happens anymore.
0: Yep. Um, So while we said we're going through the press events chronologically, we're not going through the actual events chronologically, as you saw uh, with Keeley's, we talked about uh, Resident Evil. We talked about Final Fantasy VII Rebirth first, which was the last thing that was shown. We're going to do the same thing here with Xbox. We're going to talk about the big stuff and then trickle it down to the smaller stuff. And there was nothing bigger in this presentation than Starfield. And again, Matt, I don't want to spend a ton of time talking, because we could literally spend like two hours talking about this game. Easily. Mm -hmm. I want to spend, like, five or ten minutes on it. They showed this trailer, which is a story trailer, which laid out the plot of the game. And then, afterwards, they showed off 45 minutes of this game. Another anecdote that's come out here over the last couple days is that every... And I, I don't know if I believe this or not. I'm interested to hear if you believe it or not. Phil Spencer said that every QA employee that Xbox has is working on this game every single one of them i believe that they've also said that they believe that when it launches it will be the least buggy release in the history of bethesda
1: there's a high bar
0: yeah, yeah, you're right. That's a low <laughs> bar to clear, let's be honest. Meaning it, <laughs> mean it'll work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meaning it'll actually run this time? Yeah.
1: I mean, <laughs> I mean look. I mean, man. look, I appreciate what they're saying there, but yeah. and they, clearly, you know, they're aware. They know, you know, Bethesda knows their reputation. They know that situation. Um, I'm sure it will be. Uh, I'm, f- I mean, I'm not sure. I'm sure it will be. But again, Skyrim didn't work
0: on PS3 when it came out. So what are you really saying <laughs> yeah, there? I know, you know? I know. Um, Matt I watched the 45 minute thing of this game And it blew my mind mm. I am Because I watched that I am not confident at all That this game is going to be bug free There is so much
1: crap Oh Emperor Dread That's not a massive lie The Xbox QA team All on the one game that matters the most this year Yeah no, I believe that no problem No problem No question
0: Hundreds of people. Emperor Dread, did you watch the forty-five minute presentation? You they would need, need hundreds it. of people to hear this thing. You need it. To me, his quote, his his comment shows that he did not watch the forty-five minute presentation. Because mm. if you did, you would think they need more than that. Yeah, I don't. If anything, that's not going to be enough. That's not enough, dude. <laughs> not even anywhere especially, near enough. Especially
1: when it has contact with the millions of people that are going to play. Dude, it, like, it
0: is mind blowing. This game is mind blowing, and I do feel eventually. It will do everything that they say it's going to do, mm-hmm. and it will work, and it will be have clean code. The chances of that happening at launch to me seem minuscule. Yeah, And do
1: I do that. You know, he didn't say that their QA people are all of them one hundred percent, all day, seven days a week working on it. But I'm sure they've engaged every single person at some point. He said every one of out. their
0: QA people are working on Starfield. Yeah.
1: I mean, you're basically shifting the QA to crunch on this thing for the last couple of few months. I'm yeah. sure for polish.
0: I mean, what else are they going to be working on?
1: Forza? Yeah. I mean, Forza feels like more of a known quantity, right? Also much
0: more simple to bug test and
1: squash bugs. Sure. And again, I'm sure Turn 10 has their own people in there and all that stuff. But like, yeah. The systems
0: in this game, the potential for them to Making sure everything
1: interacts in this thing properly is, I mean, look, it's not going to. Like I, it, this I don't believe it either. This thing's going to come out and there's going to be weird shit You're in it. You're going to find crazy like, stuff.
0: Now, the fact that it's not procedurally generated helps. Yeah. Although it is to some degree. It is?
1: Each planet is. Yeah. I
0: thought it wasn't.
1: So, And it's, it generated differently in each game. Really? So my, if I land on one particular planet, I'm going to have different stuff on that moon or whatever than you do. Really? Yeah, they said that. I thought the, that they, they, s- no, they built said that. everything. They built everything, but those hand-built things get populated on a randomized world, I missed that in the presentation. they talk about that about like two thirds of the way through, like how like there there's handcrafted stuff and this, but the game is drawing from like a bank of that to sort of build these different planets. Interesting. And you, you and I will have a different experience on the same planet in each Although of. Although I games. think
0: your starting planet is going to be the same for everybody. I, I, yeah, like, like, like the city called Old Atlantis or something. Yeah, like, and that? like
1: all the all the cities and all,
0: those are all clearly fixed things. Yeah. But they're talking like the random weird. If you're just old, venturing old out. You find places. a moon somewhere. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't. I missed that somehow. This game is insane. If they deliver this game as it's supposed to be, it's oh, game yeah. of the like century. Oh, this
1: is one of the games that's been just sort of random, you know, existed sort of theoretically in my head for forever. Matt,
0: I, the whole time I watched that 45-minute piece, I just thought of you the whole oh, yeah. freaking time, dude. I was like, oh my god. I mean,
1: this is exactly why I what I keep saying this is my most anticipated game, even if I don't know if it'll be my favorite game in yeah. the year. If they pull this off, it'll be my favorite game of the fucking like century. Like, like, I, it's they,
0: unreal what they're trying to do with this game.
1: No Man's Skyrim with, like,
0: atmospheric, like, astronomical
1: stuff factored in? Yes, please.
0: Matt, the combat. Like, as, as somebody, who's the gameplay first guy i'll tell you what hit me at my core is the combat the yeah, combat no, they, looks freaking awesome looks cool the one i will do jet pack. i was like oh my god it's tribes yeah. like oh.
1: oh yeah they do there was some tribes in there yes a man i have I, I have i have two criticism main criticisms of this okay and the first one is um everyone in the combat everybody is a little passive yeah and that might
0: be they kind of stand
1: around and wait for you to shoot them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it feels like target shooting mm-hmm. a little bit. It I'd might agree. might just be because it's early on, might be because of yeah. the demo, like I don't know. No, what, I saw thought yeah. too. But it just like, everyone it basically everyone either stands around or like, you know, Skyrim style, all the monsters just sort of flood rush. at you yeah. and rush you and I'm like, oh, well, I hope there's a little more to it than I that. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing is I the environments are Gorgeous, yeah! Like I will the walk around the planets. The lighting is so different. The lighting's incredible. Like the fact that it comes through the the, the, the te- actual sun. The texture of the atmosphere differently yeah. because depending on what's in the atmosphere, like, unbelievable. The Fantastic. light source is the actual beautiful. sun. Just beautiful, exactly. What I- and then you cut to like the glassy eyed. The other character characters Sort of like terrible, Hi let's dude. go outside now I'm just like Jesus Christ like, like, You can romance I'm like Why would I want to romance These
0: fucking dude, Androids like, million- The character models Look Like, like they're awful. better
1: Like they're, they're the best They've ever Bethesda's ever done But they're still not up to par oh.
0: With either modern stuff Or the rest of the game That's my biggest concern And because the other part of it too Is it because A big part of the game Is interacting with the other right. characters Like You have to be staring At those ugly mugs A lot
1: Yeah And they vary wildly Like there's there's a very clear distinction between main character main design characters
0: and characters just sort of out in the world. But even the main um, design ones, like that lead the lead female character that like I you know, she's like the leader of the mm. the army or whatever. She's just dead eyed. She just like She, nah. she looked
1: alright to me compared to like the one guy who's in your crew they keep talking about and it's like
0: that has like the flight thing over
1: his head yeah and at yeah, one point that's... he turns to you and talks and i'm like oh my god like it was just like uncanny valley yeah. just punched me in the nose I or something like
0: me too so that those are my, my two concern.
1: my two big caveats are like i hope they can they you know the the characters even if it's post-launch they can sort of improve the look of the the characters that talk to you mm-hmm. the interaction the npcs and i and like i hope the combat has a little more happening with the enemies, then just we're gonna stand around, or we're gonna like charge you. Yeah, like I hope we're at least at like Mass Effect level <laughs> yeah, yeah. of like you know combat here.
0: Game looks insane, but otherwise, yeah, it just really unbelievable. Looks insane, man. Like if you haven't watched that forty-five minute thing, like later tonight when you're chilling out, you've had dinner, kicking your feet up on your recliner or on your couch or whatever, go to YouTube, go to Sifted, watch it, sit for forty-five minutes, prepare to have your mind blown. It really is insane if they pull this off i will be stunned honestly um my biggest fear now is that i realize how ambitious it is i'm terrified that the game is going to be a mess i really am in my fantasy team like no one's going to forgive all those bugs so we'll see how it goes um but i do think that eventually that game is going to be a game of the forever oh yeah because they will not stop until they get it up to scratch oh yeah to your point about the lighting all their games in the past are so flat and drab. Yeah. That lighting engine changes everything. No, they,
1: that's a big deal. And look, some of that you can see in their upgrades of Skyrim over the years. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, they clearly time, learned a bad. lot about yeah. that over the course like, of upgrading that.
0: OG Skyrim was just this flat. Oh, well, I mean, it had to be. It's what, it,
1: it's what that system yeah. could do. So No, this is like they're delivering on the thing that I care the most about in terms of what you're showing me in, in the game like the, of this concept. Which is like, am I going to be able to land on these planets and see shit I've never seen in a game before and that answer seems to be yes oh yes more yes, than you yes, can even yes. comprehend yeah so and like just want oh but I can find this up like yeah like you, you're just not going to see me like, yeah. you, you, I will, I'll fucking Zoom call in from downstairs when this game I'm comes I'm going to have to, like,
0: cl- throw a grapple hook and, like, climb in the window of your house and, like, knock on the window. Yo, we got to do the show. You're, you're going to come in and, like, the, the PC is going to be set up here. And I'm just going to be like, I'll
1: be here. Just let me know. We're going to do it all in a live stream from my office. That's
0: yeah. And this is why we tell you guys, like, it's worth sacrificing buying a few, like, B-tier games that you're not 1,000% psyched about to buy the other console like instead of buying some like I don't know B tier PlayStation Five game that you're like oh, I'm kind of excited for it, but not really save that money and get an Xbox Series X so that you can play this game like I I can't say I mean, that I've been I've been saying this for twenty years to people and it just goes in one ear and out the other this is the perfect example of it and you can see already. Sony fans are starting to realize, "Holy crap, this game looks insane!" So they're already starting to kind of like poison the well. well That's yes, why well, they're all yelling about the, the frame PS rate thing. and the. <laughs> it's like you, you mean you mean like we Last... see what people. It's so funny. You mean that like these Last people of Us Two ran don't at know what they're doing. Like... You
1: mean like God of War ran at? Yeah. You mean like they all. Come
0: yeah. on, all, um, PlayStation. If you look
1: business. at that game and think that's running at anything above thirty on modern consoles, you're out yeah. of your mind.
0: Ratchet and Clank: I've, Depart. Thirty man, frames I'm not, a second. Man, like, I'm not
1: even expecting it to run sixty on my PC.
0: I, look, I just, if it's locked we'll at see. thirty, I'm cool. Sure, that's all I care about. I don't want it to dip down to like. I mean, would or I get?
1: Would I take sixty? Sure, but like I mean, this, there's I
0: just never... Tears of the Kingdom that dip, right. I think dip down to like. Single scenes. digits at yeah. times, like come on, doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. It's just you're right. It's the one thing the Sony fanboys are hanging on to. It's thirty frames per second. Okay, what did Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart run at? Thirty frames per second. Like mm-hmm. it's nothing. So game looks awesome, and we're probably going to talk about it in depth in next week's episode because uh, there's so much to discuss. We could, we again, we could do the whole rest of the show just on Starfield. But amazing game, amazing debut. One smaller thing that they did show for it was the controller and yeah, ratchet did have a 60 mode did it? it did at launch i don't know
1: about launch but it had it had a 60 mode i don't know if it did all its trailers I play, are thirty I, frames. i'm thinking about it and i played that game at, at 60 all its trailers are 30 frames per second no i it definitely had a 60 mode at some point maybe it was added mm. later but i it definitely had a 60 mode Thinking interesting
0: i knew that there was you could choose performance and quality
1: yeah that was the difference same with miles morales yeah it was a 60 mode performance and a, and a 30 mode quality and then later they added like the midpoint version and they did it to spider-man remastered too where there was a uh i think they did the same thing to ratchet where you could put it was a ray tracing light mode that ran at 60 oh it was like a midpoint gotcha, gotcha. but that was post-launch i don't remember what i don't remember if ratchet launched with that because ratchet was later I don't remember if Ratchet had that at launch, but it, there was definitely a sixty mode eventually. Okay, if not at launch.
0: Well, the uh, well, we just missed the whole trailer, but anyway, <laughs> but the um, the headset and controller for Starfield also look amazing.
1: Oh yeah, actually, that might be here now. So
0: it leaked, and like a few days before the showcase, and everybody was like all over it. Oh, uh, and it turns out uh, it was real.
1: The the headset and controller are downstairs outside. They're downstairs they're, right, they're, right now. They'll ever Want me to go get it? <laughs>
0: That's crazy. <laughs> I ordered. Um, oh,
1: I ordered that shit. Yeah, they look awesome. I'm, I'm starting um, to come
0: around on the whole NASA punk thing, Matt.
1: Yeah, it's still a dumb. It's a dumb name, but, but it's the correct. It's, I like it's, the it, it describes it. Yeah. but it's like it's punk in the sense of like steampunk, where it's like, although I will say dirty mean.
0: It's basically meaning dirty
1: and you. Well, no, it means like <laughs> a, like aesthetic. It means stylistic because punk in cyberpunk literally means pushing against the system. C- Props to that clockwork revolution game for putting the punk in steampunk for a change. Yeah, but. <laughs> like what you're using nasa punk to mean here like yeah it makes sense Mm -hmm. like i get it although some people are like well how come they're cowboys it's like because there's still gonna be fucking hicks in space dude like come (laughs) on i'm sorry like (laughs) we're gonna all spread if we spread out into the universe into the galaxy then like yeah there's gonna be people that take the fucking cowboy aesthetic to some backwater planet and think they're in firefly and that'll be that
0: (laughs) the uh controller and the headset are both real sharp do they come together or do you have to buy them separately
1: you buy them separately.
0: You do? You want me to go get them? <laughs> um, we don't have time for you to run down <laughs> right. there. Maybe at a certain point, I'll send you down and grab it. And maybe we can show it off during Q&A at the end or something. Maybe, that's what we'll do. Okay. We'll get to Q&A. I'll, someone asks a question, I'll start answering it. And while I'm answering it, you, you can run interference down and, and grab it. Yeah, you can run down and grab it. But I think these look dope. Like, I don't need either cool. one of them, but I'm thinking about buying them anyway. <laughs> um, they look great. Starfield looks great. Hopefully, they can hit it. Hopefully, all the ambition behind the game is realized in the final game. It's a big X factor. There's no doubt about it. It's Bethesda. It does not have a great track record. I do like that they have the resources of Microsoft and Xbox there for this one, something they never had before. Hopefully that helps, but there's still an X factor there. Next up, I'm trying to figure out if this is the best thing that I saw all week, and that is Star Wars Outlaws gameplay.
1: It's very good. It is.
0: So I'll say this. When it first started... I was like, "Oh, this looks like trash." Because there's this scene where they're in this room with all these people, and she's sneaking around, and like nobody sees her. She mm-hmm. like untethers this huge box and like pulls it over and jumps onto it,
1: and is like. But I do like when she sends nicks out to like one of the options. There is clearly they don't show it because she has him press the button. But one of the options is clearly go be cute. And make everyone look at you right to distract them yeah, yeah. i love that like I, yeah. I was like I was like oh there's a just be cute and yeah. make everyone look at you option that's great this trailer apparently bd1 has guaranteed that no star wars narrative protagonist in a video <laughs> game will ever not have a cute sidekick yeah. from now on
0: yeah that looked a little rote to me having a little critter after having just come off playing jedi i mean he's
1: adorable like it's great it'll it'll work yeah. and he,
0: can, he clearly he can do more it's different
1: it's different mechanic because you can't really command bd1 to do the stuff that he can do like, i mean he's he, basically he,
0: like a cat when
1: it comes down to yeah it. He's, he's an axolotl cat a future cat basically
0: um this trailer so in this press conference i just showed the trailer and we'll talk about the gameplay a little later which i alluded to just a second ago this trailer did not kill me at first like as far as like oh my god this is amazing this is this is like mind-blowing like i was like it looks good it looks like project ragtag the mm-hmm. game that they were working on at ea like the few screenshots that we got yeah. to see of that or
1: scum and villainy which was basically the same kind of game back in the
0: old days yeah yeah like this trailer didn't set my world on fire is what no, I'm it was, i
1: mean it was good i was like it gives you the flavor and it's like okay cool like a, a game where you're not playing a, a jedi or you're in the Underworld. You're you know, kind of like, you know, Star Wars 1313 13 yep. vibes in places. Yep. You got my set you,
0: between The Empire Strikes Back and Empire Return of Jedi. the Jedi.
1: Yeah. You, you got your, it's like, you got my attention, but I want to see what, what I'm doing, yep. basically. And what's
0: her last name? Is Kay? What's her last name? I can't remember her last name. I can't name. either. I, have, I think I have Kay. it somewhere else in my notes. But um, how, what do you think of her? Seems cool. They kept like, uh, calling her a scoundrel, like yeah. over and over. Like when they did interviews for this game, they kept, every time they called her a scoundrel. yeah. Well, I mean, I mean
1: that's literally a character class in Star Wars, basically. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's Han Solo. It's
0: funny. It's almost like a dog whistle though to Star Wars fans. Yeah, they kept like, saying it over it's and over. Han, Orlando,
1: or, Lando or uh, um, what's his name? Um, Anybody who just
0: robs and Hondo. steals, basically. Yeah, and I, she's. Like, I,
1: ju- I just realized. Hondo Onaka. Is Hondo's just a combination between Han and Lando? Hmm. Hondo. A, you
0: never you never put I that never together. put that one together so before. Now. That's just that's what his, his name is just putting mahan and Lando's
1: name together and
0: saying, "Ah, there that's he is." Hilarious. Arabis Jones brings up Dash Rendar.
1: Dash Rendar. Yeah, I mean uh basically, uh, yeah. The, the, the Han Solo cuz we didn't have Han Solo.
0: Yeah. I mean they're just they're the people who rob and steal and run Stuff and look, they're the people that scramble for a
1: living in this horrible dystopian—I mean, look, yeah. that's the thing that, like, one of the things that Hustlers. I think that people kind of overlook in Star Wars is, like, um, it I would suck, to, it would suck to live in Star Wars. It would. Like, yeah, the world every, it's miserable. <laughs> yeah, like, the whole, really you, the whole galaxy is miserable, like, unless you're one of the, the, the high-end, like, rich people. Like, yeah. the Star Wars saga is largely—especially the prequels are about very privileged rich people— and like the, the life you live, I mean, I don't think anything uh, illustrates that better than something like this or Andor. That's one of the things I love, both about the trailer in this and about the gameplay footage, is how much of this game seems to be showing the day-to-day, on-the-ground life in Star Wars, which I always find fascinating. We
0: got that in Jedi, too, it was, It's
1: absolutely in Jedi, Survivor. It's mm-hmm. in Andor. It's in yeah. Kenobi, to some degree. Yeah. Like, I like seeing all that. I mean, it, Me too. it's anything that drives home how much it would... There's a reason nobody wants to have Star Wars meals,
0: yeah <laughs> like,
1: it's 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 a horrible horrible place every
0: time i've ever seen anyone eat anything in star wars it's always the most disgusting thing ever the only
1: thing i don't want to eat is the is the insta bread that ray makes in right. the force awakens like that. i'm like oh that looks pretty good that was all right but yeah I, I don't think i would live very long in star wars just because i wouldn't want to eat all the weird arthropods they constantly have yeah, everywhere
0: it's disgusting Jabba's little bowl of nastiness that he eats. Oh yeah, I,
1: I, <laughs> I hope you get to visit Jabba at some point in this and see like Han on the wall. Yeah, totally possible. Like that.
0: Didn't, I thought there was a scene where they showed him in carbonite.
1: They show someone in carbonite. Is, I, don't you don't know think it's him? I don't know if it's Han. Oh, I couldn't okay. tell. I didn't. I only saw it the one time.
0: Gotcha. The game looks awesome. We're gonna get into it a little. Because as more. we've
1: seen, once Boba Fett did that in Empire, that became all the rage of how to like transport people as a bounty hunter. Oh, we're just freezing Put everybody him in carbonite, carbonite yeah. now. <laughs> But.
0: <laughs> yep. Um, so that, we saw the trailer here, and then we'll talk about the gameplay that we see later on. Still, even though I was like, eh, it looks cool, blah, 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 I was still excited. It was like, hey, new Star Wars game, yep. different thing, well, and, at least it's coming 2024. They didn't show like, that was open world in that trailer really much. We knew it. But I mean, we knew it, we've and, known and, and that was enough. Yeah, we've known it's open world
1: watching. Star Wars action RPG from Massive for years now. Yep. You know?
0: Um And then next up, we finally got our first look at the new fable and i'll be honest with you matt i'm still not really sure what it is um i think it's just
1: gonna I mean, you can see there's some gameplay in here um, there is but is it a small
0: person big world
1: game no he's a giant he's a giant everybody else is normal sized yeah he's it's jack and the beanstalk uh he's a, that's why he's talking about vegetables the whole time oh he's a giant i see okay and she's Here's
0: like the, the you see those few scenes of gameplay there. You don't get yeah. to see much.
1: There's... And she, there's gameplay where she's like dodging his hand like smat over there. But it's like it's you no know, obviously there's no HUD and it's a little it's you know probably tweaked. But they said like the 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 there is the one beanstalk lead, scene. the lead the lead programmer the lead guy or whatever on on this game said this was all captured on Xbox Series X. The whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Like this is all there's running no on CG. a Series X. No, he said it's all in game in engine on the Series X. They did not pre render any of this. It looks amazing.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, it does. Absolutely. I mean, I kind of suspected this was all an engine. I just didn't understand if the whole game was going to be played where you're as the little person. And no,
1: it's, no, this is just a joke. It's just like one he's, scene. Yeah, he's a, he's a giant. Because they're going much more literal with the title in this, it seems yeah. like. Because this is a fable. Mm-hmm. They're, like, they're literally doing fables? fables. Interesting. Like, I think that's what happened. I think that that's the set angle in Albion. This. Still. Yeah, it's still an obvious. But I think all the fables of, like, fairy tales and stuff are real in this. Huh. Whereas, like, the old games were more like a parody of, like, RPGs, basically, right? Yeah. Like, there was a satire of, like, role-playing games. Yeah. Where I think this is more of a satire of uh, fables and fairy tales and fantasy.
0: I do like the comedy is still there.
1: Yeah, the attitude is, is still there. It And the idea of it almost being, like, a reality show makes sense here. Because there always was a little bit of a... There was always that through line through all three games of mocking celebrity culture and mocking sort of hero worship and kind of that whole thing. Um, And that kind of tracks here. Like I'm sure you won't have interviews like this in the final game. It won't be what the game does, but like, as a tone setter like i think it works it's, it, it's not the same as the originals yeah but it's a reboot. St- <laughs> but it still has that attitude mm-hmm. and i like and it's it's actually a little less cringy than the original Agreed. approach i think yeah.
0: i'm excited i think it looks good but we don't have a lot of information about when it's no, coming got, out
1: no i think we'll be lucky if we're playing this at the end of next year
0: like q4 uh, 2024
1: yeah. that's what it looks like but at least it's something i w- i'm shocked by how many people did not get that he's the giant from I mean, the I, there's one, I thought thing. there was
0: one scene in the trailer where they're trying to climb a beanstalk, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, and there it is. did click in my mind, but I just thought that like you climb the beanstalk and then you're in this big world, small person thing for the whole game. Oh no, that's just a, it's just a part of it. So it's just like one of the sure. fables. Yeah. You sure?
1: A hundred percent.
0: Cause they don't show other fables in this.
1: Well, no, this is just the one they're talking about, but she's running around killing ballerines and they're all the same size as her. Right. He's just a gi- he's just a giant from Jack and the Bee. That's why he's talking about cultivating vegetables the whole yeah. time because that's what he does. Interesting. That's why I there's what a the giant. fables beanstalk. might be then? I mean, I'm sure there'll be a Red Riding Hood thing. Uh, that's probably why there's Balverines running around. Yeah. Uh, I mean, anything, you know, there's, I'm sure you maybe you'll fight Baba Yaga at some point mm. or the, the witch in the gingerbread house. Or the, uh-huh. you know, there's tons of stuff you can do with that. And you can just twist it all because everybody knows all, three bears. Yeah. Um, you know, basically, you insert yourself into any you know big, big bad wolf. You know, uh, Three Pigs. Uh, I saw the te- usual
0: suspects are angry because she's not some, like, Playboy model. Yeah. Well, <laughs> neither of the
1: people complaining about it. So.
0: <laughs> you mean Playgirl models. Either way. <laughs> Either way, yep. Um, so, anyway, we don't really have a hard release date, just 2024. And, honestly, that's kind of a recurring theme throughout the entire Xbox showcase, 2024, which is why the lower third says one more year we need to Mm -hmm. wait one more year for all this stuff to finally come to fruition and for us to consistently get good exclusives on xbox and game pass Uh, but still an auspicious debut Uh, next up avowed so we thought that this was a an elder scrolls clone coming from obsidian and as it turns out initially that is what it was Mm. supposed to be But throughout the course of development, and I believe in the line of trying to get the game out before, like, 2040, they decided to call the game back a little bit and make it more like The Outer Worlds instead of Skyrim. So... They're saying this game is ultimately going to be around 20, 30 hours instead of yeah. like sixty or seventy hours.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm okay large, with that. No, yeah, all Outer Worlds is great. Yeah, like a lar- large, ish areas with like a story. I mean, that seems that's what Obsidian does best. Uh huh. So yeah, for sure. Some I mean, people I, were disappointed in that, but I'm not all that. Good. I mean, I replayed uh, Fallout New Vegas, obviously modded to within an inch of its life, uh, recently, and I'll be honest, the open world is the weakest part of that game. Yeah, like you just want to get to the basic really story as well. stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like I think doing it like this is leaning into what Obsidian is best at, and yeah. I don't have a problem with that at all.
0: Um, did this surprise you at all?
1: Like,
0: is this what you expected it to be?
1: Yeah, more or less. I mean, it's the Pillars of Eternity universe, yeah. so that's basically, yeah.
0: I was surprised that there are like guns in it. And there's no, that... yeah, it, there's there's some like kind
1: of almost steampunk diesel punk elements yeah. to those games. That kind of especially the second one. Bit. The second one, Dreadfire, has is bear, is much more industrial revolution ish. With magic,
0: I'll say this too: watching this footage, comparing it to EA's Immortals of Avium, Immortals of Avium looks like a much better playing game as um, far as first-person magic casting. Well, like this looks a little slow
1: and a little. It's a much more deliberate game. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, much like Skyrim, but yeah. like, um, if I had to pick one, I would pick this one in a heartbeat. Well, this is so going to have way more RPG, much more RPG. I've... Here's the thing: I mean, not to. I mean not in comparison to this uh we'll get to, I guess we'll get to Immortals of Avium. but like that game I think I th- here's my prediction for Immortals of Avium. you're going to get you specifically you are going to get your hands on that game and are going to hate how it plays.
0: I don't know if I'll hate how it plays. I think I'm going to hate the story because oh, yeah. there's no, there it, is <laughs> I can I can I can like terrible
1: and I can't articulate it but there's something about watching the gameplay on that game where I'm like that's not going to feel good. We'll see. And I don't know why I'm thinking that, but there's something about that that just feels it's going to be off somehow.
0: All I know is all the cinematic moments that they've shown in trailers for that game so far have been terrible.
1: It's not great.
0: I no. mean, the voice acting, the writing. Get your not sigils ready. Good. Yeah. I mean, it,
1: <laughs> that part of it already. There is nothing interesting or appealing about that world either. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the thing. That's the thing is yeah. I'm much more invested in this because I already played the Pillars of Eternity games and know that I'm interested in that setting. Mm-hmm. Um and seeing it from this point of view is going to be a very different thing because it's always been, like, kind of that Baldur's Gate yeah. three-quarters look.
0: That, that looks good. I'm not yeah. slagging it at all. It's just a different style game. Um, and, uh, again, 2024, we don't have a hard date for it yet, um, which is a shame. This game's been also been in development for three or four years at this yeah. point.
1: Although I'll be honest, like, if you look at if, if everything, if Starfield delivers, Spider-Man delivers, I, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good yeah, until <laughs> yeah, the exactly. end of the year. Thank you. Yeah. Like,
0: I saw the head of Xbox Studios was saying... We don't even know what Nintendo's putting out for oh, a holiday I know, yet. I know, I so. know. I saw the head of Xbox Studios was saying today that um, you just have to start expecting that games take four to six years to make. Yep. But that's just the way it is now. And yep. if you expect anything shorter, you're going to end up with games that aren't as great. So, yeah,
1: and they're basically like we've just had to kind of live through the delay on that as yeah. they catch up to themselves, basically. And this is
0: at about the four-year mark at this point, so when do you think we're going to see this one, Matt?
1: Mmm... I mean, knowing Obsidian, that's just feels like a 2025.
0: Oh really? You don't yeah. think even next year? Cause I said 2024. Yeah. But I think this one's going to slip. Interesting. I mean, the truth is, is you'll find it out. It might you- be next year, but like I,
1: I wouldn't, like I'm not, I ain't drafting it. Just, yeah. Just yeah. A spoiler: if you if you want this one on the fantasy team, you can have it. I'll, if they I'll...
0: announce a hard, like a real release date of like January or February, then maybe I will.
1: Yeah, maybe if it's at the Game Awards and it gets an actual yeah. bracket somehow, but yeah. like not right now. I would I would not put my money on that or Fable. For well, that
0: the other right. thing too is as we go through this Xbox showcase, you're going to realize there are so many big Xbox games coming in 2024 yeah, everything is next. Conceivably, year. they could. Push it and be like, "Yep, eh, we're still okay. So, mm-hmm. to your point, it, it could make sense ultimately. Uh, so, that's a Again, it's coming from Obsidian. Supposed to come out next year. Could come out in 2025. And then next is the most confounding game for me of all of E3 Week. The one game where I just looked at it and was like, what the... Why was this greenlit? And that is Path of the Goddess, a brand new IP um, from Capcom.
1: I do not understand what this is.
0: I don't either. And it's actually... Kunitsugami, Path of the Goddess, is coming for PC, PS5, and Xbox series. It's a hack and slash, and that's about all I can tell you about it. Set in weird Japanese mythology. Mm -hmm. It is bizarre. Like, I don't understand how you go to a pitch meeting with this game and and land the pitch. I mean, like, visually it's cool. Oh, yeah. Visually it looks amazing. When it
1: gets into, like, the gameplay, it looks really slow. I don't even know how to explain this game. I don't quite... Like I didn't couldn't get a feel for what you were going to do in it, other than obviously swing a sword at things.
0: But like, I didn't get what the hook was beyond like the visuals. I don't either. And I've have re- looked all over the internet trying to figure out they've released like hardly any information about this. And then Capcom in its press conference just published the same trailer. There's
1: the same trailer, yeah. Didn't I,
0: I get the any impre- more I contest. get the
1: impression this is way way out. out. Yeah, well, it almost feels proof of concept. Maybe
0: it's so bizarre. What is this? I mean, it's unique. I mean, it it looks like it's from, like, the people at Capcom that makes their arty games. Yeah. Honestly. Like, this is their branch that does, like, this type of stuff. But this one, like, I feel like maybe they went too far out there.
1: I mean, they're leaning real hard into the yokai element there. Uh And, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, it, it... maybe the art's not, insane it looks cool uh-huh. like i'm i'm super into that but like, like watching this sequence i'm just like oh that, what what that is looks going like, on that looks like a ps2 game well, in terms of like kind of the, the, the gameplay, gameplay functionality i don't know what else to describe it it's like it's like a bad version of a togi or something yeah like it's i yeah i would need to see more really um again aesthetically incredible like yeah, just, yeah.
0: Like, like i love the art i yeah. love looking at it i just yeah. don't know what i'm looking at i don't either it's bizarre um so we don't have hardly any information on that but it was in this it was also in capcom's press event uh my guess is we probably won't see that game until 2026 or something like anyway that. i
1: mean i also wouldn't be surprised if this is like another deep down mm-hmm. you know that just, just, disappears. just disappears we never see it again or that, like, we're get, like, what's a, what's a pragmata or whatever, where, like, the whole trailer was just an apology. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, yeah. Like, this is your new pragmata. This is the new thing. It's like, is that coming out still? Ever. Oh, yeah. Bitch, so, this later. Well, we yeah. thought Dragon's Dogma 2 was one of those. And- well, Dragon's Dogma 2 was never announced. Well, it was personally.
0: for a long time before we got that trailer. of Not long no, ago, they, 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 they if had, you go back and look on Sifted, I could pull it up now. But if you go back and look on Sifted, we had hints of Dragon's Dogma two years hands, ago. Yeah,
1: but they didn't say. Any, I mean, say anything about like Dragon's Dogma two is coming until B- this way year. before
0: the showcase, PlayStation showcase they did. Yeah, it was I announced. Would, I would
1: have known they would, They didn't. No, no, no I can that.
0: show you if you want me to. Go you don't ahead, me.
1: I don't because I would. I, okay. I would have known pull that. Off. I feel. I mean, I've talked about, oh, we might do that. I mean, I know they did that Dragon's Dogma online thing that lasted. It was in Asia only or something, whatever that was, which was annoying that I couldn't play that, but I guess it wasn't very good anyway.
2: Oh, I can find it real quick.
1: But no, as far as I remember, there was no confirmation on Dragon's Dogma 2 until they finally admitted, here it is.
0: Yep, there was. Here we go. So here's the game page. Actually, I'll bring this up for everybody so they can all see it. Um, what did it accomplish um so <laughs> here you can see how much coverage we already have for dragon's dogma mm-hmm. and dragon's dogma 2 was announced in 2021 january 2
1: is upcoming announcement so when did they actually announce it
0: um in the 10 years of dragon's did they mentioned it the 10 years event, of... and that was june of 2022
1: hmm Yep. i don't think i believed them
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> there, Dragon's Dogma announced. Yeah, 616, 2022.
0: Yeah. So it's been out there for a while.
1: But rumored for like 10 years. Yeah. People kept Yeah,
0: that's what I was saying. We talked about it for a long time and then finally we got like the trailer or whatever. So um so I don't know. It could be Dragon's Dogma 2, it could be Pragmata, who knows? But it is one bizarre game. That's one thing I'm 100 percent sure of. Um Let's see, next up probably the most disappointing thing for me from this week and that was Hellblade 2 um, just in the sense that they didn't really show anything yeah it was like um, it was really just a it was a, a focus on the psychological angle of the franchise mm-hmm. which is very important I understand why they would want to do that and it was a focus on and I've been pronouncing her name all wrong all along it's Senua yeah I haven't been saying it that way what have way. you been saying? Sen Senua Senua. But Senua. They say Senua Yeah. yeah I've been saying Senua but anyway, that might just be accent different. Could be. But this trailer is all about her. It's all about psychology. Like if you watch this trailer with surround sound, it's incredible. There's voices oh, coming yeah. from all over the place.
1: I mean, that was the first game. Yeah. I mean the the, the sound design on this, this these games have always been amazing.
0: But nothing really happens in this. It's, no. it's like we've waited a really long time for an update on this game. Well, we still
1: don't know anything about what what it is, how it plays, any of that. It's, it's a long time. Although we did, she said in the intro that uh, apparently that weird torso monster thing is a troll. No, oh, really. She said
0: that she hunted a troll, oh. so that's a troll. Oh, turns out interesting. But this trailer was not interesting. Like it was really, it's really long too. It's like almost three minutes long, and it's just like. I mean, Nothing happens. I mean,
1: it's interesting to me in terms of, like, the visuals are weird and, like, uh-huh. you know, I, the sound design's great. And, I'm inter- i I'm you know, I care about this character as a as a character. Like, I'm interested in where, what happens to her in this game. But, yeah, we still don't know what the hell happens in this game. No. And it feels, again, it, you know, I know they said, like, 2024 or whatever. It just, again, makes me feel like this game is way out.
0: Uh, I mean, they only showed away. this. And now they're saying it's still not until next year.
1: I mean, maybe it's just not worth blowing it out until you're closer to me look we didn't see anything substantial about starfield until now and it's three months away yeah so i mean ninja
0: theory has called this game from the very first one a triple a indie yeah and now i'm starting to understand it meaning that they only have a 30-man team or something building the game like right but that's the point of how they did it was
1: like they didn't need more than that because they had
0: their technology the facial animation stuff that they've built which is impressive Mm -hmm. and amazing but as as I get like, the
1: impression there's a lot of ambition on this game. Like, yeah. I think there's going to be. I think this game. Because the first game, I mean, it was a very huge achievement, but also it's kind of it's a small sort of folded in. I, you know, you're not doing them. You're you're walking. You're slashing. Mm-hmm. You're solving some fairly rudimentary visual puzzles, yeah. basically, right? You know, and it doesn't really change over the course of the That's game. Yeah. I feel like this thing's going to be like God of War. I hope level so. Stuff. I, th- I think you're going to be like blown away i think yes the idea is you're gonna be blown away by how much you do in this game that was just not even a part of the world it was almost the a borderline run. adventure
0: game yeah for sure one. like i think yeah. it's going to
1: be the difference i'm trying to come up with a like an a comparison, analog, but, an an analog, but it isn't really, really one yeah like,
0: <laughs> there is it uh but disappointing that it's not coming out till 2024 still this trailer was not also particularly surprising
1: but like it's just i wish i was kind of hoping for more information me too but it's just like i guess you don't really need to I guess like, this game is going to sell itself by the time that. Did the happens. first
0: one sell that well?
1: It did sell pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, remember. it was a word of mouth sleeper thing, but it did well enough to like warrant them to buy buy them. You yeah. Know? Um, but yeah, eventually it did. I don't think a lot of the copies sold were full price, but like yeah, like Hellblade made a splash. Okay. Uh,
0: but again, more than more than uh, Heavenly Sword did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, what happened to that franchise? Um another game though that's not coming out till 2024 for Xbox again. One more year we got to wait one more year. Uh next up, a game that I think was probably the darling of this press event, Clockwork Revolution. If you're a fan of BioShock, you should yeah, be that, paying attention yeah, to there's this. There's an game. element
1: of this it feels like BioShock Infinite but like done better without fear (laughs) basically you know like it's like what a bioshock infinite was actually about what it claimed to be about
0: yeah this game is made by in exile and as you can see it is a steampunk styled Mm -hmm. first person action rpg unless
1: you change the timeline in which case it becomes a diesel punk
0: right because the other thing is that this game has time manipulation in it it's a big element of the game you can rewind which is obvious and a lot of games have done that but there's other ways that you can manipulate time in this game as well Mm -hmm. Um, and big props for making
1: one of very few examples I can think of of steampunk that actually knows what the punk means. Yeah, the the fighting against the system, the 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 the, the recalcitrance against the unjust ruling class. I mean, like, Bioshock does that
0: though. They. Head
1: fake in the direction, yeah, of it. But
0: I mean, they do that aesthetic is in there, like especially with Infinite, it's like you versus the man, most right. Of the but time. I don't agree with that, really.
1: Yeah, it, it's only in the intro because by yeah, the, that's a good point because it kind of, of does go away, it, it, it completely yeah. b- like, dilutes the whole thing. And by the time the actual conflict between it's it, it, it actually degenerates into a both sides suck thing, which is not that's
0: true, actually, and, <laughs> which
1: is stupid, yeah. And so, I'm sorry, but Daisy is not the same as Comstock, in Yeah, there. it doesn't make any sense, but. This definitely seems to be leaning into a more. uh, I mean, look, part of the part of the thing that people have problems with, sort of like, and people criticize the idea of like blank punk, including the NASA punk thing, is cyberpunk comes from the fact that the original Neuromancer and stuff was, you know, the cyber stuff is obviously about the tech of the setting, but the punk is about someone who's rejecting the system and fighting against it and kind of leading some kind of revolution of some kind, or at least in their own head. Whereas steampunk is just an aesthetic, Mm -hmm. like there's no. It doesn't. You know, steampunk just describes a look. It doesn't describe content of anything, really. Yeah. But this is actually taking this and applying that a classic cyberpunk idea to a steampunk setting to the point that you can tear the steampunk setting down and build a different
0: one. Right. And that's <laughs> pretty great. Time. It is pretty cool. Like, that's yeah. a pretty great way to d- take direction to take it. And this is smart too because this is another IP that xbox this is, is amazing building.
1: like the, the moving red carpet thing is fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah. like there's, <laughs>
0: there's a lot of cool there's a lot topics. of great i mean in
1: exile always has great visual design uh-huh. but like they've never really done anything of this caliber before so that's yeah. really exciting to see
0: new ip you know while we sit and wait for the next bioshock which i thought we might yeah. see and their and game you
1: know the previous games are real good storytelling things you know, they did that torment thing which yeah. is a and and yeah, I, I think this one's gonna catch some people off guard
0: yeah it's looking pretty awesome but I'll give you one guess when it's supposed to come out. Whatever. <laughs> Actually, this one they didn't even say 2024. No, I didn't
1: say anything. They were
0: just one. like basically when it's done. Yeah, this, they didn't this, even
1: bother. This feels like they, you, know, that we're still, we're, you know, we're 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 going to give you a taste of like some of the stuff that's coming. And I mean, at least it wasn't pre-rendered. That's true. It, it, you know, it's not like a proof of concept. thing. Yeah. this is clearly something that's functioning somewhere. But yeah, I'll see you in 2025.
0: Game's looking, looking hot. It's called again. It's called Clockwork Revolution. Follow it on Sifted. Go to the game page. Click the gear. Click follow. Anytime something new that is published for that game will appear at the top of your SIFT, you can do it for any game in our database. And we have, like, I think at this point, like 12,000 games or something in our database. You can follow any game on the site. And anytime something is published for that game, it will pop to the top of your SIFT. Go do it for Clockwork Revolution. Next up. Persona 6. <laughs> but not. It's a game called Metaphor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's basically Persona Six with out of school and older kids, basically. What was the name of this? Metaphor Doreens? No, it's, it's like some, some. Yeah, it's a weird name. <laughs> I just call I, it
1: Metaphor. This just this just looks like persona fire emblem to pretty me. much <laughs> which, yeah. I, which i'm fine with I uh, me too well, i yeah.
0: mean the, the they reuse like the menu system oh yeah and, and like, the fonts and everything early on i thought it
1: might be a persona per- i thought it was too some time, yeah because it's
0: so close uh-huh even that stacking right there of yeah. the party members that's it's pulled straight out of persona it's a turn-based rpg just like persona it's just to me it's like a grown-up persona in some ways it's like not I mean, a everybody of- everybody still looks about 15 though yeah but they're not in high school anymore. Well, not that we know of. <laughs> um, I'm just about due to play another Persona game. I'm not.
1: It's not going to be Persona
0: three. Yeah, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> well, Persona five. Man, I put a. I don't even know, like eighty hours or something no, into I was it. Enough like,
1: of that for a while.
0: How long ago is that now? A few years. And I'm still probably not ready to play another one because they're no. just so big. I was. I was kind of on board
1: for the Persona 3 remake until I found out it does not include the Fez stuff or the PlayStation Portable upgrades. Yeah, like, I was I'm surprised. Like, why why to would hear you that? not why? make that like a complete version
0: of that? Oh, Quick dumb. and dirty. Dumb. They're find- trying to find a cheaper way to do it. Apparently. Yeah. What do you think of this game? Cool. I, I like the art.
1: Oh, art's nice. Um, I feel like it's just going to be another one of the- it's just like oh, the other. It's just like Persona 5. It's like I'm going to play it for a while and I'm going to get real tired Burned of repetition out. and the. I mean, I just hope the writing's a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, well, I
0: like that it's not set in a high school for once. That's good. Yeah, that helps. But like, I just you know,
1: <laughs> I don't have a lot of faith in sort of the general Persona style thing of not just repeating itself over and over again. Yeah. It's, it's the same. They do get repetitive. It's it's both a good and a bad thing. It's like the same creative team, right? Yeah. Aesthetically, though, really cool.
0: Swan says this game has been in development for years. Obviously, yeah. I mean, it's been in development since Persona Five. Mm-hmm. and meanwhile they were doing all like how many persona 5 games were there now five several
1: yeah i, I think mean, there's if, five, if, if you persona can't, five if you can like the full spinoffs like the 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 dynasty warriors game and stuff there was the yeah. stratica
0: one that we're going to talk about stratica here shortly one,
1: there's the royal edition or whatever that was there was the persona 5 royal the there was the um you know the, the there was the muso, the muso game yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's, i think there's five
1: the fighting game yeah i think the, there's, there's, there's five the, total there's the music game that's right
0: Dancing in Starlight dancing, or whatever dancing,
1: that
0: is. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, anyway, it's good to see. To me, it's good to see that they're moving away from Persona for a while and they're trying something new. Um, and I do enjoy Persona, and I can only do it once every six or seven years. And it looks like the timing is going to mm-hmm. work out perfectly. Um, as of right now, it only has a 2024 release date. Um, so, we should get more information on that pretty soon, maybe at Tokyo Game Show, actually, in September. Um, next up, a game called, and this is awesome. The good games just keep rolling, Matt. This game's called South of Midnight. This is uh, from Compulsion Games, the studio that made We Happy Few. The crazy game that came out just as Xbox had bought Compulsion. It's about this tripped out alternate world. It's almost like a clockwork orange is what that game reminds me of. This one yeah, has some sim- clock. We're going to some brave new world. Yeah. In it. yeah. This, um, this one has, appears to have a different angle, but a very similar bent at the same time. Mm. And like, this guy is basically claymation. Uh-huh. The whole, the whole game is stop action uh. animation. Like you'll see a shot of her where she ticks, like her animation is like tick, 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 tick. It's pretty cool. Like this trailer is really freaking cool and really awesome. The animation in this, um, we didn't get a ton of information about it it's also coming out in 2024 as of right now Um, but all they really said is that it's an action adventure game that takes place in the deep south basically in louisiana and that's it it's Mm -hmm. an action adventure um, not an action rpg Um, and that's pretty much all they gave us just this cinematic trailer but i'm already hooked into the world and the aesthetic and the ideas behind it Um, looks pretty awesome what do you think of it matt
1: that's cool like i think you know kind of the the dark mystical angle of the bayou and you know, kind of there's New be Orleans be Tons things, of voodoo and crap oh, in yeah, this. Yeah, sure. Um, looks neat. Again, if you give me something that looks different, that like you know, I don't, I don't have anything to really compare this to. Yeah. I guess there's a little bit of little nightmares to it. But little a little bit. It's a very different take on the idea. Um, well, you know, I got to see what the game is, but like, you've got my attention.
0: Well, they've announced that they're making a new Shadow Man game. Not and somehow v- I do not feel like the Shadow Man game will look as intriguing as this. No, things. probably not. <laughs> but that's also set in Louisiana Bayou and yeah. has a bunch of voodoo and all that stuff in it. Um, it would be nice if this is what the new Shadow Man looked like, but I'm guessing it's I'm, it I'm gonna
1: also going to guess that there's maybe a little more research put in this
0: one. Yeah. Uh,
1: Shadow Man has always been a little,
0: <laughs> a little loosey goosey on that kind of idea. Yeah. Um, but I love the art in this. I love the style of it. Um, again, that is called South of Midnight. Um, And it's from Compulsion, which means it will be an Xbox and PC exclusive. Um, Another new IP, which is great to see. Uh, Next up, pulling up to the starting grid to save your fantasy team. It's Forza Motorsport. (laughs) We finally got the release date for this. Um, It is coming out on October 10th of 2023. Mm -hmm. Again, October is just jam-packed with incredible games. This one might get lost in the shuffle. This might really suffer in sales. Well, I mean, I
1: think it's going to suffer in sales anyway because of Game Pass. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason to buy That's this true. game. Yeah. Like, and I already know. Like, I'm going to download this game. I'm going to play it for, like, half a day, and then I'm going to get distracted by something else. And, and then, like, a, a month later, I'm going to uninstall it because I need the hard drive space back, and that'll be that.
0: I'll play it long enough to be like, I get it. Yep. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I've under, I figured out how the rubber banding works, the how the AI is. And then once I get it, like, I will not be going back to perfect my lap times. I will go back to playing Forza Horizon. But... It sure does look pretty.
1: I'll go back to playing Spider Man. Or too. whatever.
0: You're right. In October, God knows yeah. what I'll be. Well, I'll be pulled in like eight different directions at that point. Um, but at least we now know that it is coming, and it probably will do very well for your fantasy team. Like it'll probably get yeah, it'll be high fine. eight or a low nine, to be my guess. These games are typically very good. Um, but it is coming out on October 10th. You're gonna have to make some tough decisions there on what you want to play and what you want to buy. Although you're right, Game if you're Pass, a Game makes Pass that subscriber, sense, right? you don't have to worry about it. And so as we always say, just subscribe to Game Pass, people. I don't know how many more times I got to say it before you'll do it. Uh, next up, an announcement for Cyberpunk 2077 and a really, really good one and a really impressive one. Matt, one thing I will say about CD Projekt Red is They don't give up. The, I mean, they <laughs> yeah. launched this in disaster status mm-hmm. and it has turned into one of the best games in the industry over time. And they have, once they figured out that they really screwed up out of the gate, they've fixed everything just about as good as you could have.
1: Well, then now they're going to overhaul it completely,
0: and now they're going to for this they're going to overhaul a bunch of systems. Whole game? All, is it? I thought there was just the base three game systems too. or whatever. No, the whole base game is being changed. Really? Yeah, I um, thought the there whole, was three specific systems they were changing. They are overhauling
1: how everything works. Wow, it's going to become a different. I, I was reading a Twitter thread from this, she she played it and Emma like they're changing how the skills work all skills are going to be use based they're all wiped right they all wipe. they're they're use based now they're like skyrim or mm-hmm. or they're like the more you use them the more they improve they get. dodging is its own button now melee That's attacks huge. can block bullets like they're like they're, there are no more incremental upgrades there are all you're unlocking new moves you're unlocking new full abilities there's no more like oh maybe I'll put one more point in this tree and it's mm-hmm. all that um like the, the there's different factions you can call in drop ships that drop in allies to help you like different factions fight in the <laughs> street it's crazy. She's, like, it's, she's like it's a different game it's a completely yeah.
0: different game and, and I'm it, like, it is gonna cost 30 bucks but i mean it sounds like it's worth it to me it sounds like i might it might be
1: worth playing the game again right so yeah I mean, i've already like, finished it i mean so look CD, i'm not
0: playing it again
1: <laughs> this is the cd project red of old yeah like, is, these are the people that were like oh people thought the witcher one was not amazing we're just gonna remake the whole fucking game re-record all the voices and give it to you for free kind i
0: mean of they really persevered through this game yeah, yeah i mean it, let's be honest they kind of had to matt i mean their reputation was on the mat
1: yeah, I mean, they were, they. were this was a No Man's Sky situation, uh-huh. really. It's like, you had to come back. You gotta back fix and, it. You gotta make it right. And now you're kinda, you're in the same thing with Hello Games, where you're like, okay, you're just going above and beyond at this yeah. point. Like, I mean, I think this game, and I still don't like it as much as, like, Witcher 3 or anything, but I feel like they got it to the point where it was respectable. Hell
0: yeah! Absolutely. And, I mean, I I liked the base game. Like, I played it and I didn't have a lot of problems. I didn't play, like, the PS4 version that was a disaster or whatever. So no, I mean I
1: play the P. I you know, I just replayed about half of the game on PC earlier this year. I still think it's a pretty boring game. Main, really? Main, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's very engaging.
0: I don't um, know. You play games a, differently though.
1: But a lot of it is because a lot of the side stuff is very bland and empty. That was what I was getting. At. Um, and there's not really much happening. And I, I, still, I, just went
0: through the campaign basically. And I mean, I, I, I went through it. a
1: fair amount of the campaign. I think that's also fairly unimpressive for the most part. Uh, it's better than the rest of the game, but also I think it. I think it. It suffers from the fact... It's not a fact, but it's a speculation on my part that I think you're originally supposed to play through... I think the first act of the game was originally supposed to be you played through that year of doing minor crimes and coming up in the ranks with Jackie.
0: Well, yeah, because they and-
1: just... <laughs> Is
0: it okay to spoil what happens now?
1: Three-year-old game, yeah, I think you're good.
0: I mean, they killed off
1: Jackie like right. so quick, and that's And it's still a good scene. Yeah, it's still a, the it's, scene but is like, good. But, 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 but it would have had a lot more weight if you got to know his character over so many hours yeah. of gameplay And I think that was there. I think that montage at the beginning, when you first get to Night City, and then actually what you. I think that done. was. I think you. Were, I think that was the whole first <laughs> act of the game that they just said, "Well, we got to get out of. It. We got to get this thing out." Possible. Yeah. So. Um, They've saved the game. Yeah, for sure. And this, and like again, the way they're they're talking about having how, how they revamped everything, that sounds more like the game I wanted to play on a moment to moment sort of how the game evolved because like I do think the upgrading of the character and the way and you know stats are not tied to clothes anymore, like that's all done through cyberware upgrades, yeah, and so you can customize all that way more, and so your clothes are just up to how you want to look, which is great, yeah, um it sounds way more like what I wanted to play and uh I'm into that. I don't know when I will have time to do that. And then on top of that, the expansion looks really cool. Idris it Elba does, Idris elba yeah. looks like a great, great get. yeah Um it was fun to see Keanu Reeves again, like yeah. being a goon up there yeah. and uh, <laughs> it's like I'm excited to work with Idris yeah. Elba. Well, we're all excited to work with Idris Elba, who wouldn't be? You know? Um <laughs> yeah. Idris Elba should be in everything.
0: Yeah, he kind uh, of is. It feels is like a little at bit. this point. <laughs> feels like he's in everything. And he's great. I love can him. Can't you just give him
1: one James Bond movie? Like even if he doesn't play him for like years, I just want one yeah. by James Bond movie. Like, like yeah.
0: Shiki yeah. says, what's the point of custom clothes when you never see your character? I mean, that's a that is with first that first is person. an act, act, <laughs>
1: that is a good point. Like one of the other thing, yeah. only other things that would be left would be third person mode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it goes in the third person mode when you get on a fucking car. Starfield, by the way, can be played first person or third. Yeah, well, we'll see how functional that is. I mean, I've never. Which one do you think may not be functional? third person third person i've never felt they,
0: sh- they showed a lot of combat and stuff they in did third but i've
1: never felt like third person has ever quite felt right in a bethesda game agreed uh yeah. but i think you know they've,
0: they've been getting closer yeah but we'll see yep um and then the final big thing from xbox's press conference is hardware a brand new xbox series s carbon black it has a one terabyte Hard drive instead of 500 gigs. So it doubles the hard drive of the Series S, but it also jacks up the price of the Series S by $50. Pactor was asked about this in the episode we shot yesterday, and I don't want to spoil too much of what he said, but he was like, it's basically a ripoff. He's like, there's no way an extra 500 gigs cost Microsoft $50. He's like, it probably cost them $5 buying it in bulk. And at that point, just spend 150 more and get the real one yeah and then i mean exactly that's what i would say and i wondered that i'm like well shouldn't people at that price shouldn't they just buy series x and he's like one thing i never realized about the series s is that it exists solely to be a game pass machine Mm -hmm. it's a cheap console that runs most of the indie stuff on game pass is going to look amazing most of the high-end games on game pass are going to look passable at least um, and so it exists solely for people who want to just jump into the Game Pass ecosystem without having to spend the full mm-hmm. five hundred bucks. Because Series S was only three hundred dollars until now. Now at three fifty, I kind of agree with you. Like it's worth it to just spend the extra one fifty and get the real thing. Like, I don't know. Uh, I would never buy this thing, honestly. No. Um
1: not for that kind of money. It's
0: and we just... also found out today. That, Phil, according to Phil Spencer, that they have no interest in a mid-cycle refresh. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to get some funky well, Series X, whatever. They're not going to say they have any interest in that until they announce it Maybe. one day. But, like, yeah. yeah, I mean,
1: I, I never thought
0: that was in the cards anytime. We've soon. We've talked about that before yeah. here on the show, and both of us agreed that we didn't think that was going to happen. So We're not going to talk about Flight Simulator? Uh, we are. So this is just the, this is all the awesome stuff. Now we're going to get, mm. and this is how good this Xbox press event was. Now we're going to start talking about the stuff that's not quite as big of a deal. Um, payday
1: three. <laughs> Certainly not as big of a deal.
0: I mean, tch, payday three. This is probably one of the most disappointing things that I saw at the entire, in the entire week. They didn't show this game for forever. Like we didn't even have like teaser trailers of this game for a really long time, and now we know why. Because the game looks like ass. It looks like payday. I mean, it does. <laughs> it looks like payday. It doesn't look like they've done like if they they use a new engine or anything for payday three. Like I understand that it's really the concept and the idea behind this franchise that makes it popular. It's a dedicated heist game, blah blah blah. But man, does it look long in the tooth. Technically, it just looks like a an indie game and i guess it is in some regards the problem is that this studio is in deep trouble financially it needs payday 3 to pay off or it may dissolve may go away and the game has been delayed it's been taken forever well i guess the good news for them is they finally have a release date It is coming on september 21st um did you get into any of the payday games matt for any (laughs) period of time no yeah i'm not a big heist guy either It's just not something that I'm particularly interested in. Now, this is the basically the creme de la creme of the heist games. I don't even think GTA Online managed to supplant it, but the the most, uh, Experience I have with Payday is walking past the booth every year at E3 for <laughs> oh, however many again. years they were. Yeah, like <laughs> um, I do realize it has this game has a lot of big a lot of fans like have a bit pretty big fan base. I'm just not well, one of sure, them.
1: Sure, it's just but that's their problem.
0: And if you're trying to get new people into it, one thing that will help with doing that is having a game that's technically proficient. Mm-hmm. And when a game isn't technically proficient, that is a turnoff for me. Although,
1: I don't know. I mean, look, it's like you're either interested in this or you're not.
0: Yeah. Like, you mean in the concept the, and concept, the idea? Yeah.
1: Like, and I sure am not. Yeah, me either. Um, but, again, it but is of But impressive coming. they've been able to take something which is basically like we're going to turn the opening scene of The Dark Knight yeah. into a franchise. Yeah. You know, It so. worked with the masks
0: yeah. and everything. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, anyway, that's Payday 3. Again, it's coming on September 21st for those of you who are interested one of the cooler things and one of the ideas from this week that I was like, oh, why didn't I think of that is Sea of Thieves cross Monkey Island. Yeah. This is a match made in heaven that probably should have happened a long time ago.
1: Well, I don't know if it could happen a long time ago because it seems it's only recently that Lucasfilm has started to get open to acknowledging their other properties. Well, then Mr.
0: Gilbert said today that he knew nothing about this. They didn't even contact him and tell him they were doing this. Yeah, they don't need
1: to. Like that's legally
0: what, they don't No, i mean well that's it's so weird how people like there's people i've seen
1: that like you know there's there's weird star wars fans that just want or think the, ex, the old expanded universe should be the really it's like did you ever read any of those books because they were terrible mm-hmm. but like they're like well the only reason they do all this all this the this expanded universe stuff change it now is so they don't have to pay royalties to the guys who wrote the like they don't have to pay royalties <laughs> to Jack shit. Yeah. Like it's Lucas that yeah. was work for hire. They own that shit wholesale. Oh, yeah. And if they weren't were worried about paying royalties, all that stuff would not still be in print. Yeah, I guarantee. Yeah. They don't have to tell Ron Gilbert anything, and believe me, they won't. Yeah. Um. See, that shouldn't surprise any anyone. Yeah. Um, so it's not is, cool, but it's like, yeah, welcome to the fucking game, basically.
0: This DLC is coming in three installments. The first installment launches on July 20th and it no, will be out of
1: Disney up to get Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: Yeah, and then there'll be two more drops after that. so they're they're dragging this out a good, a good bit. But it's a great match. so I think it's good this this will get me back into Sea of thieves, Matt. They've done all these updates, all these mm-hmm. these little drops, all these little content. I've not gone back to it since I played the OG. I will probably go back to play this. It also feels like it's more story oriented and plot oriented, and there's actually yeah. real goals to accomplish. That's what they want you to think. Yeah, because right. that's true. A lot of times they'll put out trailers to like fool you, basically into thinking it's something that it's not. But we'll yeah, see. I don't.
1: I just feel like I'm too far behind. Yeah, on it. with the I think like, I, like I missed too much of it. I don't know people. You may look, be right. You yeah. go in
0: there now. People won't even want to
1: play with us. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, look at that guy in the basic pants. <laughs> He's still wearing yeah. the pants from the <laughs> launch.
0: <laughs> He's got launch pants. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, so again, that the first installment of that comes on July twentieth. Next up, as Matt alluded to, Microsoft Flight Simulator twenty twenty four. I'm surprised they're already creating a brand new IP, brand new SKU for this franchise. It feels like they aren't—they—they are not done with a DLC from the last one still. Like,
1: yeah, there's some stuff in here I think that they needed to move to the new tech for.
0: Is—is is this new tech?
1: Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't
0: realize that. I thought they were using the same tech as before. No, I mean, I'm, this is I mean, stunning, I'm sure it's, by the it's way. It's an
1: evolution of it, but like all this stuff with all the people and the, all this extra—yeah, that wasn't there before. And that's a good. Th- I mean, look, I—I I love airplanes and flight and all that stuff. I just am not good at flight simulator because, a, it's very complicated. It is. And yeah. b. Um, I don't do well when there's no objectives. Me either. Like I'm not a very good self starter in terms of gameplay stuff. Like if you this want one, though. this one though has all these things you can do.
0: Yeah, it's basically focused on employment yeah. in the aviation. Like industry. the search
1: and rescue like EMT that stuff looks really cool. Yeah.
0: All of it does. Like all you can just be a skydive pilot. Gonna, <laughs> I'm still gonna suck at it, but at least yeah. I'll know what I was trying to do when I failed, right? I'll be honest with you, I didn't even really like realize how many jobs there are in aviation oh, yeah. until I watched this trailer. I was like, damn, man, there are a lot of jobs flying stuff. Um, I agree with you. I think this is a huge boon for this franchise, giving actual objectives and things to accomplish in the game instead of, like, just do whatever you want. Because yeah. whatever I want is flying a plane and then crashing it. Yeah. And there was, I mean, there have always been,
1: like, little objective, little mini scenarios you yeah. can play. About, like, this, the weather this rolls look, in. Yeah. And, this looks like it's much more robust in terms yeah. of trying to, like, give you that kind of simulation.
0: Yep. And as the name of the game would imply, it's coming in 2024. So not long to wait for that one. Uh, next up, the other Like a Dragon game that we were talking about earlier. This is called Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. This is uh, one of the more memorable trailers from the week, for sure. It yep. uh, doesn't really tell you much about what the game is going to be. Well, it does seem like he's in Hawaii. Yes. Because <laughs> uh, everyone's speaking English. Um, based upon interviews and stuff that have come out, like it's a, kind of like a buddy cop game. Mm-hmm. Um, But there's two protagonists that you play as. They haven't really said whether you can flip back and forth between them at will or whatever, but it's like the two buddies are together. It is the next in the mainline Yakuza franchise, like a Dragon franchise. It is a turn-based RPG. Um, But otherwise, this is just a funny trailer. Mm. It doesn't really give up much information about the... uh,
1: (laughs) And this is one of the oldest
0: tricks in the book. Oh, yeah. This has been done in so many TV commercials. But it's also
1: like... um... It's it's a good it's a very
0: well done example. Of it, it is, yeah. Like yeah they, they do a really good job, and it's it. very
1: on point for the series. Yeah.
0: <laughs> notice the red bands of the chair. Yeah. Took a long time There's for no someone to notice that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Took a long time for him to. I, I'm going to tell you this much. I think I would noticed that about myself before he did. What? That I was completely naked. Oh on yeah. So
0: I, <laughs> he's just standing there. At some
1: point, you're like, there are parts of me that can feel sun that do not normally feel sun.
0: I mean, I'll say this. I I did New Year's in Miami for Y2K. And we all did pass out on the beach. <laughs> and if you're drunk enough, you'd be surprised at how surprised, how much you can surprise yourself. I don't think he's drunk. <laughs> I think some shit has just happened. Something else has happened, yeah. Um, but anyway, we don't have a ton of information about this game. Like, as far. No, as- but it
1: looks cool. I, the, I, like a fish out of water Yakuza. Yeah, I mean, look, the one thing that's been the constant refrain of criticism for the Yakuza games has been like, we're kind of tired of Kamurocho. Yeah. Like, we've been in this little part of the city forever and branching out more. Like It looks like is going somewhere different in the man who raised Waited. his name. And he's going to be in, it looks like Hawaii or some yeah. tropical island and dealing with like another culture because everybody seems to speak English there. Right, right. Like, so, like, Yakuza characters dealing with Americans, that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and the Like a Dragon turn-based RPG series is already, like, Tongue in cheek,
1: yeah, like haha. Ha. Oh, they've always been, yeah, yeah. You know, they've always had, even
0: the Yakuza games are a little bit yeah. like that.
1: All yeah. the side stuff is weird, funny stuff for the most part, and then the main story tends to be basically like a like a J drama, right? More than yeah, yep. usually centered around real estate fraud. Weirdly <laughs> enough,
0: which <laughs> yeah. is such a weird thing to choose. <laughs> it's so so weird.
1: I can't wait to see who's buying beachfront property illegally in this Nobody.
0: one. Nobody. <laughs> I just saw a thing the other day. All the people who live in Hawaii that have grown up there their whole lives are getting forced out. Yeah, because they cause can't afford no, it, no and they're all moving to Las Vegas. Las Vegas has become little Hawaii. Yeah, isn't that bizarre? Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why I brought well, that. Because it's
1: the closest place you can afford, right, on the mainland. Yeah, because California. You got to go past too. California. Well, that and like you don't want to live in Fresno, so right? You just, yeah, you just go Vegas past. is better. You, you get if out you of the Central the Valley, desert, and then you then, might
0: as well live in Vegas. That's right. the way I see it. Yeah.
1: Right, uh, and they're used to living in a place where everything has to be brought in yeah. from outside. So. Yep,
0: and then to top things off for Xbox, a couple. Persona games that were leaked by Atlas's own Instagram Instagram account. Whoops. Yeah, The first one is Persona 5 Tactica, which is a strategy RPG set in the Persona 5 universe. Again, another Persona 5 spinoff game. Um, This leaked like three days before the Xbox showcase, something like that. Um, So we had this up on Sifted several days before this actually was in the press conference. Any interest in this, Matt?
1: Oh, no. Yeah. Go go with yourself.
0: There's so many <laughs> it's, strategy RPGs anymore. Yeah, I don't it's
1: like, need, I mean, I didn't even finish the Mario Rabbids 2 I didn't thing, either. And I thought yeah. that was great. And that's probably so, about as good as they get. Yeah. And
0: I didn't finish it either. Um, I also did not finish the last uh, Fire Emblem either. I didn't make it to the end. No, I didn't finish that either. I played a lot of it. I probably spent 40 hours with it, but I did not finish it. So, no. yeah, tactics games, that happens to me a lot. I get pretty far into them and I just stall and get distracted by something else and I never come back to them. Um, And then the other Persona game is the Persona 3 remake. They're calling it Reload. Um, As Matt alluded to earlier and was upset about, there's a lot of content that came to this game in later versions that is not going to make the cut for this version, which is very odd, Um, but probably a way for them to get it done more easily, more quickly, more cheaply. I mean, the visuals look like Persona 5 to me. It's like they brought them up to Persona 5 level, basically. Um... Where would you place Persona Three in a pantheon of Persona games? Um,
1: I mean it's probably the least of the three, um, like of this format of mm-hmm. the go to school scheduling. format dungeon crawlers. But for whatever
0: reason, there's a
1: lot of fans four, of this. There, I mean, it was the first one that did that. You know, two, one and two are different games. They're more traditional RP, you know, yeah. JRPG stuff. This kind of brought in a more you know down to, grounded sort of. Not grounded, but, like, it, 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 you identified more with the day-to-day existence of this character, and the characters around. It was more about the relationships, and it really emphasized that in a way that was there in the previous ones, but wasn't the focus. Yeah. I think Four is the best of them. Um, certainly, Golden is the best version of Four, which is the best persona, I agree. You know, of the yeah. modern Persona it's format. It's my favorite, too. Yeah. But, um... I think this one's greatly improved by the, the by the addition of the Fez content and the PSP upgrades and additions and the ability to choose the female protagonist. The and stuff that's, that's all, not in that's this. It's all not in this. And <laughs> it's just like like I yeah. thought this was gonna be like a definitive kind of a definitive edition and it absolutely is not. Yeah. so no, I'm not gonna play this.
0: Yep. And so that's a wrap on the Xbox showcase. Amazing, right? I mean that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like what's your letter grade for that? I'm gonna give that an A. I'll give it A minus. And the only reason it's an A-minus is because the, the, the worst part about it is that I realized that we have to wait another year for mm. Xbox to finally have a real lineup of software. Um, I really was hoping that this would be like, okay, we got like four games coming for the last six months of 2023, and then next year, the deluge. But no, we pretty much got to wait till the end of 2023, and then 2024 is going to be an amazing year on Xbox. Finally! finally like i really struggle to see how playstation or nintendo although you know if nintendo launches new hardware or something all bets are off but i struggle to see how playstation in particular is going based upon what we just saw at its showcase is gonna be able to hang with the releases on xbox for next year and Mm -hmm. it's been a long time since i've said anything like that about xbox and playstation so finally we're getting what we've been waiting for, for. It feels like for two years now, since they started buying up all these studios, all these games that they've been working on are finally going to be released in 2024. Um, if you look at it this year, I don't think the showcase was all that great, but I do appreciate that almost everything was either, it was, all of it was at least in engine, and a lot of mm-hmm. it was all just gameplay chopped together instead yeah, of it like all feel, It stuff.
1: all feels in reach. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: It feels real and tangible now, yeah. which a lot of this stuff didn't before. Mm-hmm. Uh, no State of Decay. No, no no perfect I mean, dark. No perfect dark, no gear six. No gear six, no banjo. I, I no, <laughs> someday no, that I'll be right no, on that one. No halo. No halo. Um I mean I didn't miss any of that. Nah, I would have liked to see Perfect Dark. I think Perfect Dark is
1: having some problems. Well it
0: has three studios working yeah. on it, so yeah, it's definitely having problems, but I still would like to see it. So no Indiana Jones, Erebus Jones brings up. Yeah. And that's a game that was announced quite a while ago. Mm-hmm. But you know, we didn't see Wolverine in the PlayStation thing either. So, well, Wolverine's not going to be mentioned for a while till after it? Spidey's not out and they've Spider-Man's made their money done. and yeah. blah blah blah. So, overall, excellent job by Xbox. I also feel like, uh, you know, my complaints with the presentation aside, which was did really get annoying, even though it was only like an hour long. The done, done mm-hmm. world premiere. No, oh, and
1: Erebus Jones just bring up Phil's Hexen shirt. Yeah, which, which he says means nothing. Which means it means something.
0: Right. <laughs> so, so Hexen's probably going to be... There'll the be some it.
1: Hexen thing down the line, yeah. yeah I,
0: which is probably a mistake. Like, I don't think most people care about Hexen at this It's just
1: weird how much Hexen has come up lately. Like, <laughs> I've, I mentioned it... No when, one cared uh, about Hexen when it was actually no, a thing. not at all. <laughs> it's really weird. And I even confuse it with Heretic sometimes. Oh. Like, because there were two Magic Quakes era shooter. You know, like... I don't know. Like, it, it feels like an end... Uh, yeah. It feels like an end... Uh, a dead end. Yeah. Uh, but, like, Who knows?
0: Overall, excellent job by Microsoft, though. Finally, yeah. they got some guns that they could pull out and be like, "Look at these!" Like, yeah. I mean, it just, it, just takes long
1: longer these days. It really
0: does. it's like Mr. Booty said. It's like it's a four to six year cycle now, yep. and that's just kind of the way it is because these games are huge and we demand it. Like if if it doesn't take four to six years, we say the game is crap, and so you're getting four to six years. That's basically what's happening here. We've turned into such jerks that we make fun of anything that isn't just like. Crispy clean, and so the developers are listening, and they're like, "Okay, we're not going to release mm-hmm. anything that isn't crispy clean, and it's going to take us four years to do it." So, uh, we are suffering from our yeah. own criticisms right now. I think.
1: So, I mean, if yeah, I mean, and we're
0: guilty of it too. As how the come press. nobody?
1: Show, how come they didn't show Spider-Man Two until now? Because you weirdos you fucking made fun lost of their shit about the puddles for yep, years, you made and then they weird. still complain about the water, right. and like it's, it just looked fine. It looked fine. This is
0: why we can't. We we don't deserve nice things, people.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: So anyway, there you go. That's the Xbox Showcase. Now it's time to move on to talk about Ubisoft. And I'll be honest with you, Matt, I had very low hopes for this. Yeah, I didn't have a lot of (laughs) hopes
1: I was like, this is going to be a disaster. I was like, what in the world are they going to show? And then it it
0: starts with the Just Dance 2024 thing on stage. And I'm like,
1: we can't disappoint Pactor.
0: I mean, I'll be honest with you, though. (laughs) It kind of felt good. To see that. Because, it, again, it took me back to when E3 was a thing. And that's how UB was. It's like they would do this embarrassing presentation at the beginning of their press conference every year. And like, and they did it. And thankfully, it lasted like 90 seconds total. <laughs> I think they figured out that people are like, we don't really want to watch this. But Just Dance still makes them a lot of money, so they got to do it. Um, and then they went into the press conference proper. And things got much better very, very quickly. Because... Of one game. And again, I'm really on the fence here. I don't know if this is the game of the show, but Star Wars Outlaws gameplay. Holy moly. So it starts, and as I mentioned a little bit earlier, like I thought the beginning of this demo, I was like, oh no, it's awful. It's embarrassing. There's all these weird moments happening that don't make sense. And then she leaves. Mm-hmm. And that's when it just all starts clicking into place. She leaves that room. And gets on a bike and goes to this outpost out in the middle of nowhere. Goes into the outpost, does a bunch of fun stuff. Gets in her ship, gets in the ship, flies out. Of this And it's, it's kind of like the Starfield moment, Matt. Mm. When I'm watching that 45-minute thing and it starts dawning on me what the game actually is. This gameplay did the same thing. The, the longer it went, the more my mouth hung open, the more I was like, oh, ha, damn. This is the Star Wars game. We've all been waiting our entire lives format. Well, I al- mean almost. since Grand Theft Auto 3 launched, at least. Hey, if she was a Jedi, it would be. But other than that, yes. I mean and not only that, this looks like a damn good one. Like, for we're gonna talk about another Ubisoft game here in a minute that I was nowhere near impressed with. No, this, they've de- clearly put the best people on this one. There are 10 teams working on this game, Matt. 10 Ubisoft studios are pitching in on this game. Isn't
1: that how all of
0: their games Not are? all of them. I mean, you watch those, oldest, those Assassin's Creed Valhalla credits, and
1: there's at least 10
0: studios. Valhalla, yeah. Page. I mean, it's so they... Well, they know this thing has to deliver. They have one big game that they always put all the teams... This is it. Yeah. And, oh my gosh, does This it is show- probably
1: one of the reasons Mirage is smaller.
0: It probably is.
1: Yep. Um... Like, you gotta get this right. And, My, you gotta, and you gotta show them that they were right to move away from EA. Yeah. And it looks like they did. I mean, yeah. this, this game looks great. It
0: looks amazing, man. My one concern, though, watching this, the gunplay looks a little janky.
1: That's blasters. Clumsy. Not as clumsy or random or as a blaster. You can make a good Star Wars shooter sure. that feels good. I, I think it will be. This looks fine. Fu- it looks fine. Some of her, some of the things that look less uh, more janky are the her specialized ammo, like switching it to overcharge yeah.
0: and stuff. Yeah, even this though looks a little I don't
1: know. I mean, it looks on target for blaster, a Star Wars run, shooter. For blaster fire, <laughs> I mean, it was like, it's blaster, like that's blaster fire. Blasters are not super accurate. Like that's, that's, you gotta kind
0: of balance that. That so we'll seems see. bizarre that they're not accurate. They should be the most accurate things in the world. It's one of the first things they say <laughs> in the first Star Wars. I know, I know. It's funny though. It doesn't make sense. It, they should be accurate as AF. Like it's well, the There's future. a lot of things
1: about Star Wars that don't make sense. It's true, yeah. Yeah.
0: And right here, this is the moment where it starts to get good. Like that whole scene in there, I was like, oh, I don't know, man. I'm kind of disappointed. Actually, that was, th- that exact moment there is the most
1: disappointing thing in the trailer to me not because of what happens after but like because she like runs out and hooks the thing and then just sort of hangs right, there instead of like, like slowly lowers no, down. I hear you. I'm like, "Oh, I thought she was going to swing out and do something cool." Yeah, it's like, yeah. "Oh, no, we're just going to slowly From this point
0: grow. forward though, this game is freaking ace. Like this uh, is yeah. like what I've dreamed about since I was a child of playing in a video game, um getting the full thrust of an Assassin's Creed game but a Star Wars game. I never thought I'd see it. Like I am so glad that Lucas has decided to parcel out this IP to other publishers and studios. Yeah, because EA was never going to make this. Yeah. I mean, they tried, like, they twice. They tried, and
1: they just weren't able and to. And they couldn't do it. The they Frostbite couldn't... engine ain't going to pull this off. Yeah. I'm sorry.
0: And I'll be honest, like, if you look at this, there's draw in here. Oh, yeah. There's LOD Well, I mean, it's issues. definitely
1: definitely real-time. Yeah. Like, definitely <laughs> exactly. gameplay. I mean,
0: you know it's actually being played. But still, it's, it's the it's being in this believable world like see look at yeah. ship flying over top of you there like
1: yeah all that stuff's great all the like i said all the on the ground day to day elements of what it's like to live in this galaxy anytime you do that you got my attention
0: you pull up into this little settlement town and there's and a little like,
1: and coming on the heels of andor like uh-huh. this is exactly what you need oh, this yeah. is exactly what people want to see i think
0: yeah this i mean so we're going to do an uh, abbreviated version of our best of e3 awards in next week's show we're not gonna go through like all 20 categories we'll probably do like 10 categories or whatever
1: Look, there's just a fucking monster sleeping outside the thing that's great
0: i mean great the more you start the amount of
1: clutter the amount of just like lived in element like they nail it they just nail it every single shot in this is is great
0: and this is also where i managed to fall in love with her as a character as well no she's cool I, i i like her yep she's got a rough edge she takes no shit
1: but she's also like soft to the to the to the little axolotl cat yep. and like and like you know clearly like you know friends with the droid you know like.
0: she's a woman
1: in a man's world dominating
0: mm-hmm. I love that
1: so, I like that she's got a little bit of like you look at like that nose has been broken a couple times like she's got yeah. she's got some lived in to her as well oh, yeah yeah you
0: know? and they said some of the tenants of the game are heists contracts. Manning and managing relationships. Mm. And then obviously, the big tenant is the open world and the wilds of space because after all this stuff happens, she gets in her day. She gets in trouble. Yeah. Gets in her damn ship and flies off into space. And it's just like a whole other world in space.
1: Well, it has, it has to be there. It's insane, man. It.
0: It's insane. Our dream is finally coming true. Finally. It's Why did I... it take? Was Grand Theft Auto 3's release date? What More, year was that? Two thousand two?
1: Two thousand one? Two thousand two somewhere in there. Yeah.
0: We've waited over twenty years for this game. Why? Because the tech was not <laughs> Lucas there. couldn't
1: do it. Because the tech wasn't
0: there. But it was. I mean we've been playing. I open mean it world would've games. looked like shit. I mean but Still though, we could have been playing open world Star Wars games all along. We'd never have had one. Finally, we're getting what we've been asking for. Um I mean, I'm glad
1: we got it when it was good and not one of these half assed you know me too things that lucas arts used to put out. yeah
0: because that's what it would have ended up yeah, being Of course, it would. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> um, i want to jump forward here because we can't talk because this is a pretty long demo we can't talk about it the whole time i wanted to jump to the space stuff so you guys can see it if you haven't seen it already so basically what happens is she gets in an argument with some people over a deal that they made imperials come after yeah them. and uh the imperials come after her she runs gets in her ship and takes off into space to run away and she literally gets in her ship on the ground, flies off of the ground, and it just transitions naturally into space. I know we kind of take that for granted now. That's not something that a lot of games yeah. do still. I mean, I
1: do think that's a little—I think it's a slightly not impressive transition. Um, like the fade Do you think in, that
0: fogging that they the use— The fogging
1: and the fade-in of space is a little not— Great. So, to do me. you think the
0: space is not there and it's loading? Quote, oh, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Oh, really?
1: Yeah, that's a load screen, no question.
0: Which is crazy that in No Man's Sky they can do it, but they can't do it here. Well, no Man's Sky
1: doesn't look like this. That's true. You know? <laughs> that's like true. there's a lot more happening here. Um, I yeah. do. I love that there's Orabesh on the HUD. Um, that they use this the Orabesh stuff all, as much as they do, like the the shield and the and the hull strength. Just use the Star Wars language. They don't use English. Mm-hmm. Everything's duplicated in English and Orabesh. That's really cool. You can figure out how to, you can load the hyperdrive up while you're trying to dodge laser fire. Like, that's, you know, this is all, it's all there. Like, yeah. you go jump out to another thing. I hope there's a lot of, I mean, I'm sure there won't be a thousand planets, but right. I hope there's, like,
0: 12. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like a bunch of places to go. Mm-hmm. um Yeah, it looks great. It looks great. It really does, man. I'm really excited for this. Uh, Tiny Lip in History says... I used to dislike Star Wars media without Jedi in it. Like, I honestly don't care that much. I do. I mean, the Jedi are the
1: hook. I mean, to me, the Force stuff is the hook. And I here. Okay, you want my bet on this? Yeah. The 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 cliffhanger slash post credits quote unquote scene of this game will be that she discovers she's Force sensitive. No. Oh. And the next game will be her She'll learning to be a Force Jedi. Powers.
0: It's possible. I mean, the other thing too about this is because it's set between The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, it is ripe for awesome moments where mm-hmm. you brush. Elbows with all the characters and yeah, the moments up- from the original trilogy.
1: Oh, yeah. You could run up into uh, into Luke or Leia, yeah. Lando, yeah. Chewie, uh, Jabba the Hutt, yeah. Boba Fett's out there. Um, all the you know, all of it. All the Empire stuffs out there. Yep. Um,
0: maybe you'll do something with Dash Rendar Who knows I mean this little montage at the end here is freaking awesome too Like yeah. this is what really you, you, starts you, showing you some of the breadth of the game Yeah like, a really
1: good variety of the different environments And different different planets And again a lot of stuff about like what you know Being on the ground and in these locations Look at where that people right there live, that, like, that shot,
0: All these shots yeah, all, that stuff is, all these is shots great. are amazing The characters like all of it It just looks freaking awesome Normal stormtroopers mm-hmm. TIE fighters It's got it all I am, wow! I am really, really excited for that game. Again, coming in twenty twenty four. We don't know when. When do you think? No, no. I mean, I'm Q four. My, my
1: guess would be end of the year. Like yeah. you, you say that for Plus holiday. That's be a big
0: game for the holidays. Yeah.
1: yeah, I don't, I don't see how you know. Is
0: there anything significant with the Star Wars movies or TV shows that it could coincide with? Maybe.
1: Mm, not of that era. I mean, you've got a bunch of Star Wars stuff coming to Disney Plus this year and next. I mean, you got Skeleton Crew and Ahsoka's in August, and Andor season two is in there. So I mean, everything just got delayed today, right? Because of the, all that the Writers yeah. Guild strike and yeah. all that, and like every, I think Star Wars is. Too when are they st-
0: going to pay these writers? Pay the effing writers! Well,
1: as long as the Directors Guild doesn't cave on them. That's what happened last time, and then they're, right. tr- they're trying it this time. But the problem is, the Directors Guild wants the same thing the Writers Guild this time wants this time, which is transparency on the streaming numbers and revenues. Yeah. and that's the one thing the studios don't want to give up because they don't want to admit that it didn't work,
0: or they don't want to admit that they're ripping off the writers and the directors. Well, the problem is
1: that is not really that so much as I'm is that um, their stuff isn't doing very well. But the problem is that the the revenue model for streaming is not on the level of what the revenue model for broadcast and theatrical ever was. Mm-hmm. You will never make never the amount be. of money that those those yeah. methods did and they don't know how to put that genie back in the bottle. Uh, and they're basically at a certain point the studios are hitting a point where they're going to have to start admitting that basically film and television entertainment are not going to be the money makers they used to be because of this streaming thing they unleashed. Yeah. For they they it was like the esports thing. They jumped in on this thing without knowing where the revenue stream was and there is no revenue stream really, but because the consumers like this version so much because it's so convenient, you can't go back. No, there's nothing going back. So yeah. The problem is... And the problem is not that they the don't Netflix want...
0: Netflix is charging people... For the problem is that now. they don't...
1: But it's working. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is they don't... Not that they want... Don't want to, like, tell the writers... I'm, it, I'm saying going
0: back on what you've been doing all along. That was right. why I brought that up.
1: But, like, they... That the, the, the problem is not that they don't want to admit that to, you know, the writers and all that. It's I mean, they do. They don't. But the main thing is if you admit that to the Writers Guild and the Directors Guild and, the, and SAG... You also have to, that means that it's public information. Now the shareholders know right. that you've been, and already there's a lawsuit from the shareholders against Disney about misrepresenting Disney Plus mm. as how much money it was going to make in the oh. original, original pitches, which is, an, which is also being brought by the shareholders. And of course, a lot of the shareholders of things like Disney are also shareholders of things like Warner Brothers and these other studios. And the issue there is that if Disney Plus was to fold, Disney's fine. 70 percent of disney's revenue comes from the theme parks like theatrical it's hard to believe theatrical, I mean, everyone's like oh my god like like oh they lost four million first off they lost four million subscribers on disney plus because they lost the cricket broadcasting streaming right. rights from in india, india. Yeah. Like, they didn't <laughs> oh. lose four million people because people didn't like that like and or star wars <laughs> went woke or whatever the hell like they gained 20 million subscribers worldwide right. yeah. but they lost that because of that but they don't really care because most of the revenue of that company comes from the theme parks, and the theme parks never slow down no matter what. I mean, you could, they've raised the prices on those tickets for, for years, and it, everyone still shows up. My sister's coming to
0: visit here in, like, two weeks, and she called me last night, and she's like, I don't think we can afford to go to Disney. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. She's like me and my son are coming out there and like, you know, everybody, when they come to LA, you go to Disney and she's like, I'm really wondering if like, we can afford to go. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Those prices are They're legit. Crazy. And I'm like, and then you get there and everything else there is like crazy Already expensive ridiculous. too, yeah. just to eat or whatever. And, and I'm like, you know, you probably want to get a hotel down there. You don't want to keep driving back and forth. If you're going to be down there for two days, I'm like, that hotel's going to be an arm and a leg. Yeah. So you're right. Yep. It's uh, it's interesting. Uh, but so, anyway, yeah, it's uh, and but again, like
1: those other companies, though, like Warner Brothers, and them, they cannot. They put all their eggs in that streaming thing. Yeah. If That all comes c- falling down. You're gonna have shareholders burning the fucking front doors down oh, yeah? in those places. Like yeah. it, it, it's like the 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 problem is that the writers want what their fair share is, and they're correct to want that. But the studios think if they give if they admit all this stuff, it all comes. It's the whole house, house of cards. cards comes down. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it'll be. F- fascinating to when see do you think it's going to end months it's already been if, if the DGA because the contract for, the, for SAG and the DGA SAG's already voted in for striking pretty much they've already approved it DGA is being courted right now by the studios and in the 2007-2008 strike the DGA is they never joined the strike they got what they wanted from the studios and it lowered the bargaining power of, of SAG and, and the Writers Guild and basically they had to come to the table if the DGA does not do that this time, it will last until like if, because the directors walk out. That's the end of it. Yeah, like you can't make anything at yep. that point. How are they making anything now? They barely are. <laughs> yeah, a mean, bunch of stuff they are. Not writing, you can't do shit. But they so. moved Deadpool three up, so apparently most of that. most of that movie seems to be improv. <laughs> turns that. out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's um. It's crazy. I think I'm it, surprised. It's I think this it could last already. till next year if wow. no one budge[s] because yeah. the thing is, like, after the directors walk the out, the streaming you, services will die. Yeah. They will die. But, they, but they might, that might be better than admitting to the shareholders. That this to them, is a it might end. be better. Yeah,
0: and they can just burn it down and start it over with something that actually is viable.
1: Yeah, it's like that thing with the Millennium Tower in San Francisco, where they—it's oh, like, yeah. did you see that? It's yeah. leaning 29 inches to the west now. That is scary. Millennium Tower is like one of the—I think—the tallest building in San Francisco, uh-huh. and it's built on basically landfill. Yep. It was always a terrible idea. And it's leaning; it leans like over, over. two feet to I the know. west now. Yeah, and there's people worried about it structural integrity. There are people who like live up, but these are very high end condominiums and stuff. People wake up in the mornings and their windows are shattered because the building the moved yeah. overnight and it broke the glass. Scary. And there's all this stuff about we move out of there. ASAP. Well, because there's all the talk is like, oh, we have to, you have to fix it or you're gonna. A certain, basically, the solution is to tear it down and admit it's a loss and take the loss. But no one wants to do that because it's a loss of millions and millions. So there's a chance that they'll just leave it there, let it collapse, let people be hurt and killed, and take the insurance money.
0: Jeez. Let's check in on chat, see what people are saying about Xbox here. Ne- never, never underestimate
1: the high-end corporate uh, uh, willingness to let it all burn down rather than admit that you've
0: lost money. No. Yeah. I want to see what people are saying about Star Wars before we move on from it. All I want is that Star Wars is giving that lightsabers. I just want Star Wars Galaxies back from Justin Horman. That's. You, you're you welcome to that. Sleeping Turtle 3, thank you for uh, Twitch Prime. That's awesome.
1: Um, for God's sake, let the Wookiee dance.
0: <laughs> um, I'm with Matt. I need to be a Jedi to make it the best Star Wars game ever from uh, Chiro Doc yeah. 23. I and can I, understand that perspective. Yeah, I respect the people that's like, thank God there's no
1: lightsabers. In there. I mean, I think there will be lightsabers. And he's like, you won't be holding one. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah. I get it. But again, like, I would, I mean, it wouldn't be also, it wouldn't be this game, because that would be a little too similar to this Jedi Survivor. Yeah. I, my open world Jedi game would take place in, like, the Old Republic. It would, it would, not KOTOR, but it would take place, like, maybe in the 10 years between Episode 1 and Episode 2, where the Je- where the Jedi Order's op- up and functioning, the Clone Wars haven't happened yet, but where you're, you're kind of going out in the universe doing Jedi stuff. Okay. You know? That makes sense. Being kind of the sheriff and the diplomat. Through things and kind of choosing how you handle that.
0: All right. Uh, Next up, one of my most disappointing games from this entire week. I hinted at it a little bit earlier. It is Assassin's Creed Mirage. They showed this trailer, which is a story trailer, which basically introduces you to the main character and some of the settings in the game. Again. Again. And then they showed a gameplay trailer Mm -hmm. that actually showed gameplay. And turns out it's Assassin's Creed. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it is, but with more jank. Mm. I thought this. I think you need to go back and play those games again. No, no. My point is, is that like we're how many years away from the first Assassin's Creed, and this new reboot of Assassin's Creed looks just as janky as the first game was.
1: Well, it doesn't look as janky as the first game, but it looks as janky as like Syndicate. Yeah, or like Black Flag.
0: I do not think this game looks very good.
1: I think it looks like Assassin's
0: Creed. And with all the good good and bad, that implies. (laughs) There's just moments, like some of the combat. Like, you can tell that a B team worked on this game. That this is not the typical team that works on Assassin's Creed. It's not the Assassin's Creed Valhalla team that is making this game. Um, They have pitched it all along as simpler, a throwback. I think that might have been out of necessity with the people that they had to work on this game. Maybe I think it, I think
1: it was also a necessity in the sense that you had to it was time to bring it back to something, yeah, and if they're gonna do like kind of sm- smaller games on the side while the the Odyssey team is gonna work on the bigger ones that tracks more or less this whole scene um, is
0: awkward and weird and poorly voice acted like they have the one not her she's good she her voice is so distinctive, and yeah. she's great in the boys and a couple other things I've seen her in. I don't think she matches that character at all. I mean, I guess she smoked a lot as a kid. I mean, the character needs to be like 80 years old or something for it to match. <laughs> like, I mean, she's always sounded like that. Though. Yeah, I know. I, I just think this game... I mean, she does look about 45 or so. Like, she's... I don't know, man. I think this game is headed... And I have this on my fantasy team. At this point, if it gets like a 7.5 or higher, I'm going to be pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. My expectations for this game went way down after watching this gameplay demo.
1: This is about what I thought it would be.
0: Really? Yeah. I mean, and I I'm, knew it wasn't being made by the A-team, and I knew that would make a I'll,
1: difference, but... Man, I'll be honest with you. I don't think you remember those the original Assassin's Creed games very I well. I do. Though, I went back and played the first one, like, four years ago or I something. I just played Black Flag and Rogue this year, mm-hmm. and, like, this is right on target for what...
0: Well, you realize those games are, like, 10 or 12 years oh, old, yeah. Matt. <laughs> like. Yeah. It but should like, be way better than that. Not necessarily. We just, Look, we just played Odyssey. We just played Valhalla. I mean, Odyssey and Valhalla are buggy as fuck, too. Like the, I'm know, not talking about way. bugs. I'm just talking about just general lack of polish and just... Ugh. I mean, Valhalla's got a lack of polish to it. Not like this game.
1: It's a different beast, but I, I don't see a lot of difference there. Odyssey is maybe the most polished Assassin's Creed game mm-hmm. of all time. I'd agree with that. Um... But I, it's much like Empire Strikes Back being the good one. I think it's important to remember that that makes it the weird one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like that's.
0: I did like a couple of things that it showed in this. Like, I like how you just can't use the eagle vision at will.
1: Yeah, I like that. There's counters they have to that, and you got to go yep. deal with that. And yeah, there's there's a there's some. I mean, but again,
0: there's some impromptu combat stuff that the idea of it
1: is cool. I like that, that he practice, actually stands with them, and it's just like, don't give me away. Like, yeah. you, like there, was, there was, it's not just like the old ones where you stand in and then nobody seems to care that some yeah. random fucking sweaty right. dude has decided <laughs> to stand in a group with them. was like, yeah, like this combat stuff to me. Like, I mean, this has all been done a hundred times.
0: The, and the animations just don't look very good. They, like
1: they look like the same animations. They look from like,
0: like 14 years ago.
1: No, several of these animations are right out of Valhalla. Yeah.
0: Like, there's a one scene where he like spins around and throws the knife and it just looks I, I don't know, man.
1: I mean, that's about I mean, I think this is a B-lister Assassin's Creed game. This yeah. Is right? I mean, this is essentially the the equivalent now of what those side scrollers were back in the day. Yeah. That's kind of the, the 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 filler game. And I don't have a problem with that. I think I think it looks fine. I I I don't have any doubt that I will enjoy it. Um, it will be fine. It will not be in my game of the year conversation or anything, but it is Assassin's Creed and it is a more traditional take on Assassin's Creed. And that's cool. I absolutely love that. We're going to actually see a, an old, like, you know, an archaic city, like recreated yeah. in with detail. Like I missed the dense the urban area. Yeah, the historical tourism aspect. I mean, there was that in the in the, the ancient trilogy, as they say. But it was more of an open land. Right. thing. Where it's like, you never had a city like this yep. in the last three games. And I love that that's back. Uh, Baghdad's a great choice for it because it's so unique and in a beautiful, beautiful place. Uh, especially at this time of, in history. But
0: the other thing, too, is that, like, the one scene where they're all talking and they're naming all these places... Like mm-hmm. I couldn't even understand what they were saying. Well, yeah, I think you will when you when you're in the game. You can look at the map. It sounded like the voice actors were even like, "Con." Well, that's the correct. That's the <laughs> I get correct it, but it's just I don't know. I, there wasn't a whole lot about this that impressed me. I guess is what I'm getting at. So I mean, a this is a, I, I
1: don't know about impressed, but it's what I thought. This is
0: another be. thing that I kind of liked how you can just kind of queue up like multiple attacks. I like that, but it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, it's in the canon, he's Like how does that? It doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, mean, he's so fast. You can't <laughs> see it happen, I guess. I don't know.
0: Not Satanite. says this was a DLC that DLC they delayed to make more of a full game. It does kind of feel that way, but I don't know. I hope I'm wrong because I love this franchise. And I hope it's like the best Assassin's Creed ever. Just, just this limited slice they showed, I was just not impressed.
1: I think it'll hang together better than you think. Also, I think this is probably pretty old. Um, I think this, I bet this build is about six months old. Yeah. So I think it'll be better when in place. But again, the Assassin's Creeds have always been a little sketchy in places, yeah. especially when they got, when they went to New dire- I can't believe he didn't kill that guy. I would have <laughs> absolutely killed that yeah. guy every time um it looked like he had
0: like a proximity mine there yeah but you knocked him down but he wasn't dead
1: i'm just saying how i would have killed him
0: no i'm just saying he threw that mine down before he jumped down to the ground it sat there for a long time then the guy ran at him and it detonated yeah how did you
1: it's a landmine
0: i'm just wondering with the time period how that (laughs)
1: there's no time period it's a a proximity mine (laughs) what it's it's no time time length no i'm I'm saying like
0: the the time like the oh
1: I mean, people have figured out ways to do weird little or things Or just like come that. up with corny excuses for how it works. Yeah. You know? Also, they, they have, like, first civilization tech. They can... You know, oh, they, right. They, that's they, true. Yep. Yeah.
0: So, anyway, that's no, Assassin's Creed of constantly, Mirage.
1: You know often you'd have to fucking oil that blade? <laughs>
0: that's true. Uh, that's Assassin's Creed Mirage is coming out on October 12th. Another October game. Mm-hmm. Save your money for October, people. There's a lot of stuff coming. Uh, next up, the new Avatar game. And I would just say, Matt, I just watched... Avatar finally the new Avatar movie 2 days ago. Um I watched it on HBO Max. So I was surprised to find it was on there. I was also surprised to find out that it looks and sounds better than anything else on HBO Max.
1: Yeah, well, they got to do something.
0: I think they made 4K having... free for this movie in particular.
1: I bet James Cameron insisted on it.
0: Uh-huh. That. It also streams with Dolby Atmos, which is not typical for most stuff on HBO Max. Well, like, now it's just Max. They hooked him up. Yeah, now it's just Max. I mean, but I, I, Well, I they still had
1: that contract in play. I mean, it's also in Disney Plus, I think. Oh, it is? But, like, yeah, James Cameron has demands about how you present his work.
0: It so. wasn't amazing, but it was three hours plus long, and I was exhausted when I started watching it, and I did not fall asleep. So that, to mm. me, is kind of impressive, but not a great movie.
1: No, that whole middle part is pretty... yeah doesn't really didn't really need to be three hours long
0: and then i realized too the final battle starts with an hour left in the movie the final battle is an hour long
1: well also remember that originally that was one so this two and three were one movie they were originally two and he split it into two movies so that's one of the reasons this one sort of feels like it doesn't super go anywhere yeah and like i i you can even see where they were kind of rewrote it to have a climax for this because there's a thing where he's like i'll kill your whole family and he's like let's get it done. Then. Yeah. Like, oh, cause in the original, I'm sure he wa- they left it they left, it was right. like the end of act two. It was like the da- the low point and everything. And yeah. this is like, okay, let's just fucking do it. And so that's the end of that. Yeah. Um, except not cause nobody, there's no outcome for that. Like nothing of yeah. note happens there.
0: <clears throat> well, the game avatar frontiers of Pandora is coming out on December 7th. So it's actually coming out this year. Yeah. Although that's cutting it real close. We'll see if it actually makes it this year or not. Um, it, it, again, kind of like the movie, it, I don't know that it has like a real plot where things happen.
1: Well, I think it's going to be—you um, seem to be playing this character who was uh, indoctrinated by the humans, and okay. then they left at the end of the first movie, and now you're woken up out of hypersleep.
0: After like 15 years or whatever. Yeah,
1: as they're returning to Pandora. So I imagine you'll basically be doing guerrilla warfare against the returning humans.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's yeah. Far Cry Pandora. I mean, it feels just like the movie. (laughs) It's Far Cry Pandora. Yeah, I mean the plot of it feels exactly like the movie. Um, Although it feels like the human presence is well, it's focusing
1: on like the first five minutes of the movie where they are doing like the the hit and runs on human stuff, and then like because then they leave and go to the sea people or whatever. But this is basically the war of the humans returning to Pandora. Yeah. And a different part of Pandora than we've seen with Jake Sully and his family.
0: Is this the western side of Pandora or something? I mean, it's just another part of the
1: planet. I, I think know.
0: they said specifically, though, which area it was. But anyway. They talk. Pandora. I mean,
1: it's clearly not a super different environment. but And they talk about, like, oh, this clan is in the west. And further west, there's this and that. And that. But like, oh, that's all new. That's all new stuff. So yeah. you're going to run into the same. I don't know if she's even from the same like tribe as as. Nayiri and and the characters we see near the world, it maybe it may a completely, di- probably a completely different area. Well, that
0: was one thing I definitely learned from the movie. I didn't even realize that there were different species of Navi. Yeah, well, that is new from this. Oh, know. I didn't. I just thought maybe the canon. You knew that already. I didn't. So I, I was mean, surprised. I don't pay a lot of attention to the expanded yeah. <laughs> Avatar universe. But yeah, the fact
1: the, the fact that there are different. Uh, Sort of subspecies of uh, of Navi is new to that uh, yeah. too.
0: I, I didn't realize that. I thought and it will, people, and most, will, people who were fans knew that already. No, but.
1: no that was a new new information. Yeah. And certainly, the fact that they they have different tails and, and hands, hands and everything, and all that. Yeah. And then you will meet the Ash people, the yeah. Ash clan, in the next one. I mean, they're basically it's basically Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but you're that. right. This is t- basically Far Cry with Far Cry in Avatar, an Avatar paint job on it. Yeah, yeah. which is cool it's fine like, yeah i'm, I'm okay not, with that's that That's not a problem sure yeah i mean i'm actually kind of excited for this um come around december time you have about a month and a half to kind of get through all those big october games
1: yeah i mean look the world is the most interesting part of avatar so you're gonna give me a chance to go kind of poke around and explore that cool i'm into that yeah like, that's that's nice um and uh looks, yeah the creatures looks, yeah, are looks nice. yeah looks cool yeah. um yeah i got i i mean it's not like setting my world on fire or anything but like it's it's Definitely seems like my preferred way of interacting with Pandora. I'd rather play this
0: in another Far Cry. Yeah, sure. I'll say that. Um the last couple Far Cries have kind of left me cold. The last one, especially. The yeah. last one is the least I have played a Far Cry in maybe ever. I like six more than five of them, really? but I will. Well, I admit, finished five. I
1: finished five, but just because I had nothing else to do. Did um, you finish six? I did not finish six. I, didn't I got even like get two thirds through six. Um I but I did time. find six more. I just part of the reason i finished 5 is cuz i kept thinking it might get better well, and hoping. it just never did <laughs> um but uh, one thing i will about 6 i never finished it just cuz i never i just i just played so much far cry i got done with it i did finish new dawn i like new dawn um but 6 the problem with 6 for me was that um it just never went anywhere interesting it was just this, it, i did i don't feel like it had different enough biomes i don't feel like i had different enough Characters to to pull me through. I do appreciate that they they pulled back on the constant drug trippy aspect of it um, because Far Cry 5 went too far in that direction. To the point of basically almost excusing the villains. Yeah, it did. For being like, oh, they're just all on drugs. Yeah, no, that's not okay. They're still
0: bad people. They blew the planet up at (laughs) the end of that game. Like, that's not cool. I hear you. Yeah. Um, I do wonder, too, with it coming out in December, are people going to care about this?
1: I think. A certain contingent will apparently always care about Avatar because I don't know where that movie, that second movie, made two billion dollars. It really it is did. kind of hard to believe.
0: Well, part of it is some of the tickets were like fifty dollars because you're getting like the four D experience with like the smoke and the yeah, the 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 misters and all the inflated that Inflated
1: ticket prices helped, and that's always something you got to keep in mind. Like you know, like. I was expecting Spider Verse to still win the the weekend against Transformers this past weekend. Transformers did win by about five million, but you got to remember that Transformers had taken over all the IMAX theaters, so, so that, and literally the number of difference. the number of tickets sold are was the same between the two movies, but Transformers made more money because IMAX tickets cost more. Yeah,
2: it makes a difference. So there is
1: a, I mean, the fact that like normally a ticket. And this is how much stuff costs in L.A. But like normally a ticket at like the Chinese theater costs 17 bucks, mm-hmm. And the tickets for Avatar at the Chinese theater were 32 Yep, Yeah, so, it was. Yeah, yeah, they made a lot of money, but they made a lot of it on the back of the fact that the tickets were double the price yeah. that you, they usually are.
0: Now, this game, I will say, you can tell it's been made by people who love Avatar. Because oh, yeah. it has every important element of Avatar in it. Like, every cool thing that they do in the films is in this game. Everything, cool thing that the Na'vi can do, they can do it in this game.
1: Well, I'm sure James Cameron was yep. personally, Cracking that whip. personally involved. And on he like showed up for his little statement there. after yep. this
0: this gameplay was shown and blah, blah, blah. But I, mean, I, just, I will say I know
1: some people that did work on Avatar 2 and they all say James Cameron is involved on every level. And he will talk to the people that normally directors would not. Talk uh, the little people, quote unquote. He will talk to like like associate producers and like about like you know individual effects artists and say like, what do you think about this? Do you and he wants ideas, he wants feedback, he wants to tell them what. And like he he's very involved in every level, and I'm sure he's he's involved in every level on this game too. Yeah, it's his world, it's his baby. He is very protective of it.
0: Yeah, we gotta get moving. We're running out of time. Um, so after Avatar, they showed the new Prince of Persia game. And this time they showed a big chunk of gameplay, so we got to see how the game actually plays out. Did it change your perspective on it at all, getting to see a a chunk of the gameplay and the gameplay loop? I mean, not. it still looks cool. Yeah, it's pretty much what I expected. Obviously, when they cut together trailers, it's just action wall-to-wall. You get a little bit more of the downtime, a little bit more of the hack and slash here. Um, But I was no less impressed by it. Um, I'm excited to play this game. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think if you're a fan of 2D side-scrolling games, you should be excited, too, because it's very rare... That 2D side-scrolling games get this kind of a budget in this time of a te- kind of a team working on them. So again, this is a game that I recommend following on Sifted. Just go to its game page, click the gear, and click follow. Um, yeah, and again, this is coming out on the 18th of January, so just as the year turns over, another brand new game that Ubisoft showed, the Crew Motorfest. No one asked for, although. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is actually teased before um before this week like mm. there was a teaser trailer out there for it we knew it was coming but now we know details on it it's basically Ubisoft's att- attempt attempted for the Horizon.
1: Yeah, very Horizon. And
0: it's set in Hawaii um a very diverse biodome yeah. for...
1: They they very wisely ditched the boats and the planes.
0: Well, I don't know if they did, actually. I read a preview where they said that they only let them play the cars.
1: Oh, yeah? Because there wasn't a hint of no, You're right. any of this. You think in
0: Hawaii, too. Like, that would be a great place to have boats. But and... that's
1: always been the weakest part of... are no, right. It was the weakest part of it, too, was the, the fact that not, none of it quite all felt right.
0: I do think this game is going to have the other stuff, though. Well... That's probably a mistake. You're right. <laughs> but I think it's going to have it. At least it, they even show the ATVs here, at least. But I don't I, know. I, Good luck competing with Forza Horizon. Although yeah, this I, is multi-platform, that helps.
1: It helps, but also like I,
0: God, the crew sucks. Yeah. Like
1: I, I just I should like it. I should like, and the crew too. I was pretty excited, about. I just none. It's never felt. Good. i
0: don't like the feeling of the driving no.
1: doesn't never felt and if, you, good if you can't
0: nail that then the rest doesn't matter to yeah. me and maybe they will on this one it's who knows possible. but like
1: yeah you know the track record does not indicate such
0: i'll say this though this is the best looking crew i've seen so far oh yeah i mean this is this yeah. has me intrigued more than any crew game before this so that's something and ubisoft to there to its credit it also does not abandon the crew. No. And, to, and uh, you know, taking
1: cues from Horizon is a good idea because one of the problems with the crew is it just sort of generated into, like, a menu fest, yep. you know? Yeah. At a certain point, you would hit. You almost hit paralysis of choice, where yeah. you're just like, I don't know what weird little dot to pick, so I'm just going to play something else yeah. at a certain point. The, if you can make this a more coherent, more natural sort of organic feel, that would probably be for the best. because. <laughs> and they try, like, especially the first one where you could drive all over the United States, but, like, I just don't feel like it gave you enough to do. And I
0: never felt like I was driving all over no, the No, and you States. felt like you were too locked in. It was <laughs> yeah. all
1: weird and abbreviated. So I think picking, yeah. a, picking a specific location like Horizon does and picking... You know, an area where you can kind of really let it unfold is a better idea. But again, they got to nail the feel of these cars, and yep. they have not managed to do that in the other games. So. I
0: agree. Game's coming soon, September fourteenth for pretty much all platforms. So if you're someone who doesn't have an Xbox, you haven't been able to play. Yeah, I'm I'm Forza sorry,
1: Horizon. I'm sorry. You think I'm going to stop playing Starfield to play this? Yeah, you, I know. You,
0: yeah. Really? Okay. <laughs> sure. Some might. Um, but if you have been kind of jealous of the Forza Horizon franchise, you haven't been able to play it because you don't have an Xbox. This is probably another game worth following just to see if it ultimately turns out. Next up, first-person Assassin's Creed exclusively for the MetaQuest. It is Assassin's Creed Nexus.
1: or Also called Assassin's Creed Clearly
0: CG Footage. Well, they, they label it as CG, by yeah. the way. They don't try to fool but you. But it's not even... Yeah, they call it, a call it a CGI trailer. But this game has been in development for forever. Yeah. And it's supposed to come out in fall 2023, and they still won't show us real gameplay footage of it. Mm. That's bad. A little, little concerning. It does star several of the most popular protagonists from the history of the franchise. So it's like an all-star cast of players that you play as, but you're playing in first person. So to someone's point, I'm earlier sorry. In chat, Ezio
1: used to be better looking than that. Yeah, like that. That they just don't know what Ezio looks like anymore. Like, but again, he's to didn't... someone's
0: point earlier, does it matter when you can't see the character? I guess not. <laughs> but he's in cutscenes all the time, and yeah. Ezio
1: has changed appearance almost in every game. You're right.
0: I don't know why.
1: Partly because it was different teams and the, none of the teams had to answer to each other for how the character was designed. But still, just but... make
0: him look the same. He's the same person. No, apparently not. It's so weird. So anyway, that is only for Quest. I don't know why they signed an exclusive deal with Meta for that when you got PlayStation VR 2 and all these other HMDs, but they did. It's coming out in the fall. Um, and then a couple smaller things that they showed. Uh, they showed the Division Resurgence, which is the mobile version of the Division. However, it is also a cgi trailer this isn't the actual game Uh, they released this though to announce that you can now sign up for a closed beta so if you want to give it a go you can go to the official Do that
1: to yourself you can do that
0: (laughs) Uh, you can go to the official website you can sign up for the beta again it's uh the division resurgence and then one of the cooler dlc things from the entire week is for a game that i can't even believe that still exists roller champions cross jet set radio Another match made in heaven. They probably should have had this as their first DLC instead of DLC after the game is basically already dead. I can't believe there are people still playing this, Matt.
1: I was surprised it's still up.
0: (laughs) I couldn't believe it either. But this is a perfect fit. I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff that they're doing from Jet Set Radio. And as you can see, there's a whole stage for it lots of cosmetics and things yeah, like that
1: nothing brings a game back to life like the a tie-in with an ip that most people have never never heard,
0: heard of yeah. but for us it's awesome man that's yeah, cool i'm not <laughs> gonna play it but
1: uh it's nice it's always nice to know that jet jet set radio isn't forgotten that's true yeah for us at least
0: <laughs> um and then put jet
1: set radio future on modern xbox you cowards yeah i know that there's some problem there we just remake it
0: yeah and there's a bunch of smaller stuff that Ubisoft had. Um, there's registrations open right now for Assassin's Creed Jade, which is the mobile version of Assassin's Creed, which is like a legit Assassin's Creed game, by the way. Mm-hmm. X Defiant is having an open beta session. I've, we already talked about it on the show. I got in the closed beta, and I, and I talked about it on Game Face already. The open session for everybody is June 21st to 23rd. Um, there is a Blood Dragon Captain Laserhawk Blood Dragon remix anime is coming to Netflix. That's coming later this year. Uh, skull and bones still is still a thing it's still coming mm, skull and bones has a song now yeah a weird goofy song that they showed a performance of there's a closed beta for that coming august 25th to the 28th so it's still alive uh, mario plus rabbits has getting rayman dlc and that's launching this year and as we talked about earlier they did a just dancing for just dance 24 and somehow just Dance is in the olympics matt
1: yeah the esports category yeah what? They got to try something.
0: What? What's going on? The Olympics <laughs> want
1: want the kids to watch. That's what's going on.
0: Oh, uh, oh, and then Vincent brings up their skateboarding in Riders Republic. And um mm-hmm. Riders Republic is obscenely cheap on Steam right now. Go buy it. It's, it's like 5 an amazing bucks. Amazing extreme. If you like extreme sports games, go buy it. It's amazing. Like I don't skateboarding's tough, like to to have skateboarding is like an add-on Makes me a little nervous. Yeah, you wonder how, how good that's going to turn out. But. <laughs> but regardless, right, the base game of Writer's Republic is awesome. Go buy it if you can. Okay, time to grade Ubisoft. I'll just say I was pleasantly surprised by Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be abysmal. I thought it was way better than I expected. What letter grade would you give it?
1: I'd probably give it a B. Um, that would be much lower if Outlaws wasn't in it. Yep. But i go with B.
0: Yep, me too. Solid B, flat B. Um, Outlaws, again, maybe my game of the show. I mean, nothing touches Starfield for me, but, um. It's a tough battle between I am, those two games. <laughs> I am more sure that
1: Outlaws will function properly right. than Starfield, but Starfield is a dream
0: game of all time. For me, yeah. Outlaws is just like, ooh, that's really cool. Well, Outlaws is a dream game for me, too, so mm-hmm. um, it's going to be a tough decision between those two games for game of the show for me. Um, well,
1: luckily, you got plenty of time to worry about
0: Outlaws. That's true, so. yeah. But the 10-minute gameplay, like, that's big to have it mm-hmm. in your press conference so i'm gonna give ubisoft a b as well so that's two b's from matt and i for ubisoft's forward 2023 and it was good to see a crowd there and kind of the old e3 vibe back no, that was bit. just
1: all ubisoft employees
0: but like, no there wasn't there were was people there like normal there's journalists and some, stuff there
1: yeah but yeah. you know that's that's a very you know that's a very staged thing yeah
0: so yep because we've been there we know how it works next up we're gonna talk very briefly very briefly. About Capcom, because that's about all it deserves. Mm. Capcom's, I don't even know why it bothered to do a showcase, Matt. It literally had nothing. It started off with its 40th anniversary, which is a crazy. Capcom is now 40 years old, as mm-hmm. of the 11th of June. And they're doing this crazy stuff on their website. If you go to Capcom.com, they've built this like virtual city. I don't know if it's in Flash or whatever, but no, it's in cap- a browser. Capcom. Captopolis or something like that. You can go and play like Street Fighter Two and a bunch of other games for free on there. So they're celebrating it live on their website. But then we got to the games, and there's really only two games worth discussing. One of them is Pragmata, the game we've been waiting on forever. We have no idea what the hell it is. They showed a gameplay teaser that actually kind of showed gameplay for the first time. Yeah, it seems just like a third-person shooter kicker kind of weird. It's still very bizarre. This game is very, very weird. Um, when, how long has this thing been? You know, when they first showed like Three years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, so we finally get some kind of an idea of how it plays. And then at the end, there's a message saying, you know what? This game may never be done, <laughs> basically, yeah, may, is what it says. Delay. Yeah, they're like, we're delaying it again. And this time, we're not even going to bother giving you a release date. Um, you're just going to have to wait until we finish the game. Um some people have been comparing this to Vanquish based upon some of the gameplay that they show in this. Um, I really don't know how to describe it still at this point. Like, just all these little shots is just like, what? Like, what is going on? I have no idea. But the bottom line is none of us are going to be playing this game for probably, my guess, is a couple more years still. No. Or maybe ever. Maybe we never play it.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. it would not Like I said, it would not surprise me if this is uh, another deep down
0: Yeah. And then the only other game that Capcom showed that's worth discussing because they talked about Resident Evil 4 VR, and they talked about Street Fighter 6, stuff that's already out, and they talked about Exo Primal for an excruciatingly long period of time, Matt. Like Capcom has not figured out. I'm yet. sorry,
1: no I, one gives a damn about it. I am this game. so uninterested in exoprimal that I was getting mad watching it. Me that. too. Like I was like, I was stop, stop putting <laughs> stop putting this game in my eyes. Like I don't want this in my eyes
0: anymore. I know. I, but they focus on it for like the, almost, and the it's whole like, thing.
1: There's nothing like it's it's mech suits and dinosaurs and time like why don't I care about any of this? But I really, it's really just weird don't. And goofy. It just looks dumb.
0: You can also tell already that like they're gonna try to like skeeve people with the exosuits. Oh, it's sure gonna I be could. like this big deal like a mobile game at times it really does yeah
1: like in terms of how the upgrade stuff worked yes is very annoying so
0: you may be wondering what the other game was worth mentioning and it's only barely worth mentioning and that is the ace attorney collection mm-hmm. it has three ace attorney games it has ace attorney apollo justice it has ace attorney phoenix Wright dual destinies and it has ace attorney phoenix Wright spirit of justice all compiled into one package it's coming out in early 2024 for pretty much all platforms and, you know, I've played these games already. Yeah. I'm only just bringing them up because they're good games, and some people may have not played yeah, them. Yeah,
1: games is a nice overhaul into the HD. Yeah. Um, it's nice to see them rescued from old handhelds yeah. and, you know, playable and modern stuff. Yep. Eat your hamburgers, Apollo. Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise... Capcom was abysmal. Like, why right. did they even bother? I don't know. I mean, isn't that been the theme of this Capcom E3 stuff for like five years now? Because
0: well, we would normally be like sitting around waiting for the Capcom. And then we'd, they'd do it and we'd be like, why right. did we stay around for this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. It's a It's a recurring theme for sure. But Capcom, letter grade for Capcom? D minus. Oh, it's an F. It's got to be an F. I don't know. Like I like. I don't think it can get it worse. Maybe Dragon's Dogma two existing and gets him a little bit of a. If they had shown like legitimate like a bunch of new footage for Dragon's Dogma two, sure. But basically, the guy shows up and gives like two factoids about it and jets, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, wait a minute. I just thought it was terrible. It's an F from me for Capcom. It was one of the worst E three press conferences I've ever seen, and we've seen a lot of Capcom E three press conferences already. Uh, so yeah that was an F for me really disappointed um, <laughs> especially with Capcom it's on a roll right now you know it's just making money hand over fist yeah, but they just didn't have anything ready to show it's just not
1: at the right time like Street yep. Fighter is already
0: out there's no so there's don't nothing do it. to talk about like I had to ru- I shot Pac I, so I did should, it, should have given
1: those two things to Keeley and just called it a right, day right
0: exactly exactly I drove back from Pac- shooting Pacter yesterday like madman coming up the 405 trying to get back before capcom and then i sit there and i'm like oh my god why did i do that why did i even bother yeah, you should have known that <laughs> it... i mean i kind of knew at this point
1: we're we're i mean what else could
0: it have been well they start showing pragmata and i'm like oh god i'm so glad that i made it back and nope. then they dropped the hammer so anyway that's a big fat f from just me just kidding Yep. <laughs> um and then for our final segment to recap not e3 2023 i'm gonna go through a handful of indie games that really caught my eye Throughout the course of curating literally hundreds and hundreds of indie games and brand new trailers and debuts. And again, I will say, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I was really disappointed in the indie games at not E3 this year. But I did find a handful that I really liked. The first one is a game called Juissant. This game will give some people nightmares. It is a vertical climbing game. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's pretty much... All it is, <laughs> believe it or not. But the the some of the shots in this trailer, if you have an aversion to height, like that one, mm-hmm. this game could make some people pretty queasy. I mean, I don't like
1: heights, but not, I mean, it's it's a video game. But you put that in VR, I might react. to it. Right,
0: right. um Well, some people who just don't like heights, even this stuff like really is triggering for them. So yeah, well, sometimes,
1: like I will say, there are certain games I can't. I, I even like Jedi Survivor on like some of the high rocky things. If I if he turns wrong, because he gets such momentum, yeah. sometimes if he turns wrong and I think he's going to fall off, I get Vertigo just thinking about yeah. where he is versus uh-huh. where, what I'd do if I were where he is. So, yeah, maybe once I'm playing it, it might be different.
0: So it's a climbing it game. It looks very You cool. climb to these different civilizations, and then the game takes more of an action-adventure type feel mm. to it. Um, but the ultimate goal in almost all of this is like you can see you get to one flat, you look up, that's the next peak that I need to conquer. So it's going to be mm. a, a game for specific types of people, I think.
1: No, I really like that idea. So mm-hmm. like, this this looks very good to me.
0: Very unique and very cool. I like the art style as well. It is coming to PC, PS5, yeah. and, of course and Xbox Series. And of course,
1: it's Don't Nod. So whatever, yeah, you know.
0: Yep, I've you know,
1: whatever you want me to do. I've grown to trust them. I'll, I'll don't play nod. them. Same Absolutely. with the other one they
0: showed. So. Yeah, they showed another great game too. And this is coming Q4 this year to again PC, PS5, and Xbox Series X. Next game. I talked about old Grand Theft Auto a little bit earlier today. Here's a game called The Precinct that is really old school Grand Theft Auto, meaning like the first two Grand Theft Auto games, it is a top-down Grand Theft Auto-like open-world anti-crime simulator. Except this time you're playing the good guys instead of the bad guys. Wow. (laughs) And there's something striking about this game, Matt. Oh, Right, good guys, bad guys. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) It depends on the city. Depends on the cop. But this game really caught my eye. I'm like, why hasn't any other studio done this? Gone back to the original style of those open-world GTA games, those first games, and done it with modern tech.
1: Well, I think in part because they sucked. Um, but like, I think the, the, the interesting thing here is that the, the tilting of the camera angle yeah. solves it, Yeah, basically. Because like that, the, the lack
0: of being able to see yeah, was a big it, problem. It view- was
1: a viewpoint problem.
0: This, it kicks it down just enough so that you can see to drive and you're not running into stuff. Um, this game, I think this game looks hot, man.
1: Like, I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but it's it's a it's a it's an interesting solution to that idea. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, it's a solution to not having to spend two hundred billion dollars to make a, right. a legit. It <laughs> makes It actually
1: makes me think of the Ascent a little bit. The um, Ascent. The Ascent was the dungeon crawler sort of three quarters cyberpunk. Uh, oh yeah, like yeah, twin yeah, yeah. stick shooter yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, kind yep. of almost. I know what you're talking about. Uh, yep. it, it, it's like that. Like, I kind of like that approach to like banking a big budget game. That like if it would be a bigger budget and more of a big production, if you lowered the camera angle, yeah. to the point of view of the character. But if you put it way up here, you can kind of do more than you might. Th- you can basically, basically, if everything, take If everything plays out like the big finale in Heat, yeah, you can get away
0: with a lot more, right? <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's, So that's yeah. kind of what this looks like to me. It looks like Heat. In some ways. Yep. This is called The Precinct. It is coming to PC, PS5, Xbox Series X. It's also supposed to launch before the end of the year. Supposed to come in the fourth quarter. Next up, a game that at first I thought was Hades 2. And I was like, oh my god, Hades 2 is going to be awesome. But it's not. Instead, it's a game called 33 Immortals. Mm. We already saw Hades 2. Right. But I thought that what we've seen of Hades 2 so far is nothing, though.
1: No, but I knew. I that. thought
0: this was a big reveal Hades, for no, Hades too. No, 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 no,
1: no. Well, I mean, this is a minor thing, but Hades two has way smoother animation than
0: that. it does. Yeah, but well, this, I'm talking the first like 30 frames that I saw of this game. I was like, oh, it's Hades two, yeah, and well, then I was like, well, also,
1: I heard when they said that this is the Spirit Fairy guys before they uh, introduced it, so I, I missed that.
0: We, Again, I'm curating while this stuff is happening, right. so I miss stuff. Um, this is a 33 player co-op game. Mm-hmm. Where you play together with 32 other players. I have never played a game like that. Have you?
1: Oh, like 16. I mean, that's what a raid so is. That Starship Trooper shooter had 16. Right. I mean, that's what a raid is in an MMO. And that's what this is, actually. It's yeah. basically
0: a raid game. Yeah, they even a, say it's that. It's a 2D raid game. It's like raid, it's like
1: raid whatever. If yeah. thing pops up. Yeah. Um, no, thank you.
0: No, you're not interested mm-hmm. in this not at all. Not
1: at all. I mean, I love Spirit Fair, but I, no, I don't care about this at all. It's a cool. It's cool. Like, yeah, I think it's, it's really cool. <laughs> like, but like, no, I will not probably play this. No, I have no interest in dealing with 32 other dipshits <laughs> to try I to get through understand. a game.
0: Well, the truth of the matter is, if you're playing with that many other players, they're not all going to be your friends. It's no, almost no, impossible for that not. to happen. If you can get 32 of your real friends together for a gameplay session, can we be friends?
1: <laughs> yeah, we would not do that. <laughs>
0: can introduce somebody. me to your crew. I'd like to know them. Uh, so anyway. Uh, That 33 Immortals is coming to uh, just Xbox Series X, but it's not until 2024. So it is an Xbox exclusive for now. We'll see if that stands up. And then the craziest game that I saw at all of E3 week is a game called The Spirit of the Samurai. Have you seen this? Yeah. This is the weirdest game I have ever seen. You play as a samurai. You play as a wolf. You play as a cat, and you play as that weird blue creature. Mm-hmm. All kind of, in the context of samurai,
1: and it's kind of stop y
0: Yes, this game is so bizarre. Like this part looks normal. It's like all side scrolling, like hack and slash samurai. In a minute, it starts to show like playing as the other characters, and there's like there's this duality world. Like now you're playing as this like this character looks like Umumu from League of Legends. If and you guys play that, it looks like him now you're playing as a cat you're playing in stealth and there's this insane look at this game it's, it's just bonkers look at this scene what just happened right there
1: his soul transferred to the little blue thing
0: <laughs> what what is going makes, on it
1: makes me wonder if you were going to spend much time playing that samurai at all
0: right i look at this it's just great look at the little cat there this game looks insane um, again, of all the games that I saw this week, that was the craziest, most bizarre of them all. It is coming to PS, TC, PS5, Xbox Series S, also coming before the end of 23. Have you noticed Xbox One is now gone? That is one yeah. of the things that I, even for Xbox. Well, yeah, it's, it's There's time. still PS4 stuff this yeah. week, but there's no Xbox One. Well, the crew is old. old it is Xbox too. One. Yeah. yeah. But that's like the only game left for Xbox mm-hmm. One. It's now officially been sent out to pasture. And then the final game that really caught my eye, final indie game that caught my eye, is a game called Resistor. And this is also kind of a dream game that I've had, like, in the back of my head for a long time. Like, I grew up as a kid as a huge Speed Racer fan, and I still feel like they have never made a good Speed Racer game. Like, they've, have they ever made a Speed Racer they game? They made one, I think, based on the movie. I think there was, like, a movie tie-in game.
1: I don't remember that. I thought
0: there was. Maybe not. You might,
1: you might be right. I don't remember.
0: But... That movie was great, though. It was great. Way underrated. I don't know. Oh, hugely underrated. Really yeah. underrated. I love Speed Racer. And this, to me, is a game that they should have made a long time ago with the Speed Racer IP. It is a story-driven driving game. And I don't understand why this doesn't happen more often, where you don't make a driving game, where it's not about, like having these insane physics or these realistic cars, like the driving is passable and fun, but there's also a story there that's actually mm-hmm. something that you care about. And it's like RPG elements. It's really
1: just it. like full throttle and this. There's like nothing.
0: Why? Sort of the
1: Mad Max game. Yeah, like the, a little bit. The car combat in that was pretty a solid. A little bit. But like, yeah, it's a very unusual idea. It certainly it didn't have this sort of, so, I mean, I, the, the Speed Racer, like, pedigree is definitely here like you, you see that in every frame of this really yeah
0: i don't know why they haven't made a speed racer game but this is the closest thing to it i think this game looks awesome i can't wait it is coming i mean they
1: haven't made a speed racer game because of that movie failing yeah is what happened
0: And most people don't even know what speed racer is No, like, but
1: even like you know they don't even really do that much i mean i think i want to say there's a ps2 version that maybe didn't come here it was just mock mock go 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 in japan mm-hmm. um but it's just not a very you know that's from the 60s it's yeah. not a it's not a very current franchise yeah it's not um, um but you is, can see all i mean just even the bouncing around like, yeah there's all huge the shots speed it's all straight
0: out of speed race. yeah absolutely um this game is coming to pc ps5 xbox series x and switch also coming before the end of the year um so there you go those are my indie games that really caught my eye mm-hmm. throughout the not e3 week was there any indie games that you kind of yeah i mean i
1: would add in the other don't nod game what was that it, again i can't banished banishers the ban-
0: banishers yeah, yeah. You're, you're right that was another yeah. good one yep uh, but generally i thought the show in general was pretty weak for indie games like there wasn't a lot of stuff that really stood out it was just a lot of also, Rans has been. Here's another cooperative action RPG. I can't remember.
1: I mean, I'll be honest. Like a lot of the time, like when they get so many, in some, especially like the summer games stuff. Like, yeah. it's just like a, it's like a fire hose, and I just forget about most of yeah. them. Yeah, like I think for, you you covered everything there that stood out to me. I think except Banishers. and I can't really think of anything that was missing. I guess that tower thing people were talking about oh, Towerverse. tower verse. Tower whatever Something that was. Like that. Tower verses or tower I, but Versus.
0: that looked just like another cooperative the like side scrolling hack and slash to
1: me. When I talk about like yeah, that game didn't look amazing. There was another oh, um what was it? It was like the, the girl in the dungeon stuff and like it was, it looked kind of like uh sable. It was, it kind of had like a Jean Mobius look to it. I don't remember. Uh, and that it was one. like a shot where she touches like a monolith thing. goes <laughs> like out like that, like to the side. I don't remember that one. Um, I can't remember what it was called. It was like something dungeons or something forbidden. Some, I, I can't, oh, I can't remember what it was called, but I think it was, it, to remember it for next week. We'll I think it up. was summer in the summer games thing, but I, Thought that looked cool. Yeah. Um. I can't remember what it was. Or something about ruins. Or I don't know.
0: (laughs) If I search ruins in our database, there's probably 50 games with ruins.
1: Dungeons of Hinterburg. That's what it was. That was that game was
0: right on the borderline. It almost made the cut, but didn't quite. Yep. So you actually did plot the other two games that were like right on the edge for me. So. There you go. That's not E3 2023. Unfortunately, we do not have time for Q&A or name that game. I haven't. I did have an awesome name that game today, but we'll just shove it to next week's show. Next week's show is going to be awesome, too. We'll do our best of not E3 awards. Smaller than usual, but we'll still do them. And then I've been playing a ton of games behind the scenes here that we haven't had the time to talk about, and those are all going to be in next week's episode as well. Um, yeah. What a crazy week. I'm glad it's over, man. I've worked my ass off this week i can't even tell you how many hours i put in uh just the pre-production for this show there was 60 clips in this show just the pre-production for this show took me four days of busting ass um and i'm glad it's over so <laughs> another naughty three in the books another june game season in the books whatever the hell you want to call it um, we made it through again, and thanks to all you guys for all your support. Uh, thanks to all our patrons. If you're watching this show on YouTube, or you're listening to it on podcast services, head to patreon.com sifted. We literally just saved you like three dozen hours of checking out E3 stuff in a three-hour show. If you appreciate that, we'd appreciate some reciprocation. Again, at patreon.com sifted. If you can't do that, at the very least, please visit our sponsor's website. Go to creamls.com slash sifted siftd and make sure you use that url going forward when you go there so that they can keep track of our users heading over there and checking stuff out Uh, there's tons of stuff on the website there's drink recipes Um, there's the history of the of the alcohol Um, there's all kinds of awesome stuff there's store locators there where you can figure out where to buy it locally or how to buy it online again go to creamls.com slash sifted s-i-f-t-d And with that i think that's it how do you feel matt quick letter grade for overall the e3 week Mm, b plus b flat for me still missing some of that sparkle i got it from the xbox press conference for the rest of the stuff i really didn't but i'm glad i got just that little bit took me back in time to when e3 was in its heyday just for a moment and it gave me that little kick in my step that i needed to push through when i was really tired um, it's really amazing psychologically how stuff like that works. So thanks to everybody in our chat. Uh, thanks to everybody who subscribed with Twitch Prime today. Thanks for everybody who hung out with us. I hope you guys enjoyed E3 both on the site and both the stuff that we've done here on Game Face. We love you guys a ton. We'll see you next Tuesday. Game Face is up and out.